I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm sitting here with Brent. Hey, how's everybody doing? And Clint. Hey. Uh, man, he's really got my ADD pumping right now because we're watching something that's new. Well, we haven't seen yet. It's not new. It just got over. We're watching the replay of this. But the only thing that's been on the top of anybody's minds this week is fucking when does Stardust come? Hopefully never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's all work. Let's just hope we actually get Cody Rhodes. I think it's all work. You think it's a work? Yeah, I do. He's going to show up uh, NWO style with two two guys? For it to be a work, Dave Meltzer would have had to have totally sold out. I mean, not that he has any credibility whatsoever, but like... Have you not seen the Wrestling Observer this, Awards this year? Yeah. I think he's already sold out. Well, we'll get into that. I'm just saying this year, like, like he, he has a certain amount of journalistic integrity, even though he's bullshit and he makes a lot of stuff up. He doesn't... He's never been involved in a work like that before at all. And like... If it is, he is done. Like, I, I'll never... Not that I have much faith in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, their ranking systems, or how many votes they're touting. <laughs> All right, where's Cody show up then? I mean, he comes to WWE. Of course he does. Uh, I think he shows up back at AEW in like two months. I've been saying it. I've been saying it since fucking... See, I mean, I watched NWO form live, dog. Like, this... I've been saying it since AEW started. What, He's the weakest link. What would you do if he That's came back end. to WWE and him and Randy Orton and fucking Ted DiBiase Jr. came back and they reformed their little group legacy group that they had? Well, he, I get, think he gets off in his pants and then he whips it out again. Ted DiBiase Jr. has got some money to pay back, so it immediately, he might be desperate enough to take a paycheck. It immediately puts num- number one Randy Orton back in the top spot again. And then <laughs> it also puts Cody in number two spot, which is where Vince McMahon's always going to want him at. You know if he shows up, they're going to immediately gonna have him job out to either Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, right? I hope he's in polka dots. <laughs> I mean, that would probably help get him, probably help get him over more than the, the American Nightmare. Um, you know Vince don't like his tattoo either. That's what I said. That's what I was saying earlier. Like he'll, it, it he'll would wear a jacket the whole time that's over his neck. <laughs> oh no, he'll have like a Stardust Stardust outfit has well, that collar covers. M- remember up his when neck. he broke his nose and wore the mask? Vince will find him like something to wear around his neck. Like <laughs> he'll have him come out in like a weird dog collar and wear it all the time. Or they'll something. have Braun Breaker come out, give him a blockbuster, and he's gonna wear a neck brace. Bad part. The bad, bad part. That tattoo still under contract with AEW for two more years. <laughs> <laughs> I would die laughing if he showed up and it was like lasered off. 
You want to be a champ? Oh, Can't man. have that neck tattoo. I mean, he, kinda, he has to be Stardust now. Vince ain't going to let that tattoo on TV. I think the only way Cody Rhodes can show up anywhere and it works is if he shows up uh, with a flannel shirt and blue jeans and work boots on and tries to be his dad because when he tries to be Ric Flair, it really doesn't work. We're going to see Cody Obviously, in a choker uh, Rick, forever. AEW a- Cody Ric Flair doesn't work. Cody Flair doesn't work. The uh, more important pressing question on my mind is... I would like to see Cody Rhodes at one point in time in this career. Do you though. think Brandy files for unemployment? Well, she ain't going nowhere. Uh, yeah, she's still employed? <laughs> no, she's no. Going, you know, she's going from AEW. Mm. I didn't see a letter about her. But Vince didn't ever like her anyway. He never had her on TV. No, what was her name was something weird and on there. And half the reports is the only reason Cody didn't resign because they she don't was, want her either. She was on TV. She was an announcer for NXT, and then I think she was an announcer Have for... Have they only been calling him Cody here recently on TV, or have they been calling him Cody Rhodes? Uh, I think they, they had been calling him Cody Rhodes again here kind of towards the end, but it was Cody for a long time because he wasn't allowed to use the Rhodes yeah. last name. And he got he, the, he he got the name. for it. He got the name back uh, right about the time that he wrestled uh, Anthony Agogo. Yeah. Hmm. Vince uh, let him have his surname back. So. I, mean, you know. I never thought I'd be excited about Cody coming back, but then I love being right because I've been calling this since day one AEW. He's the weakest link. He's the one that gets this storyline over. But at the same time, he's the only one that brought any credibility at all to what AEW thinks is their main event, which really ain't no more. Chris Jericho? Uh, In the beginning? I kind of hope you, you, it's a work. I mean, he solidified it, solidified it, but there, he's the one. Cody's the one who got the ball rolling, man. There would be no Bucks. There would be no Kenny Omega on a national platform without I, Cody Rhodes. I hope it's Omega work and he shows up in March at the pay-per-view. And honestly, I'm not and sure that they work without him. Eliminates the fuck out of everybody and then takes that fucking uh, face of the revolution. Face of the revolution. Think about that for a moment. You know, most time when Clint talks, he's right. Think about that. Face, we listen, we face listen of the to revolution match, and we're Cody listening. Rhodes shows up out of the blue and kicks everybody's ass, not even in the match, and goes ahead and takes the face of the revolution. Because, I mean, obviously, he started AEW. It's just like you said. Kind of is the face of the revolution down there. I mean, you just said it yourself. We listen to him for weeks talking about Brock Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble. It can't be a swerve or else I'm done with like to at me, least half of wrestling To news me, sites. it makes perfect sense, and those two dudes are good enough friends that they could pull off the old fucking... I told you they're trying to keep kayfabe alive down there in AEW. They call into the radio every week, and they try to do shit like they're in fucking character the whole time they're fucking talking on the goddamn radio, and then the radio caters to it. And Tony Khan came on and said some personal shit about He's on there every Cody fucking Rhodes Friday. Situation. Yeah, for so the last 15 minutes and, of the show, he's on there Kenny every Kenny Omega came out with some personal crap about Cody, too. So, so it's... I think, you know... Like I said, even with we've the, been reporting it forever. He ain't yeah. been getting along with them motherfuckers backstage. Has he or has he while. not? It's could, they're all buddies. It could just be a huge fucking ha ha to you and me right now. You know what I'm saying? And you like you're sitting over there stewing. I would right like now. it to be, and you'd be you'd be mad as fuck, it's a, dude. It's We're, a fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. <laughs> no. I'm out. I'll see you in a couple weeks. I think not, it's too real for that man. No, I mean, not fuck me because I've seen it too many times. Uh, <laughs> the, they're saying I seen a rumor going around that uh, he was mad because CM Punk and Daniel Bryan got a shitload of money, and then he wanted a better contract. And they was like, and nah, Tony dog. Khan said, "No, they got their lawyers involved." No, nah, dog, because you got your TNT contract on the side, and you get all this money, so we're not going to do that. And then supposedly lawyers got involved, and blah blah blah. But that could always be something different, and they could be shown it like they what, canceled you, Roads to the Top season two. Well, have you seen? season one <laughs> and it what, ain't tony khan's if, fault that got canceled what, what if cody's going to wwe to replace triple h and run nxt i mean he's got the experience for that maybe that'd be the shit Nah, he said on the radio he's got three to four more years left in him before he wants to be done and when he's done then he wants to do something he definitely else. wants a wwe I'm title i'm telling you 
I think he's going to stick around in AEW for at least two more years. And then maybe, maybe one last two Raw in WWE is a fucking, I'm Cody Rhodes and I can come in and wrestle a couple big matches at WrestleMania and SummerSlam and break the fuck out. Be just like my dad. Have a couple I think big he wants ones. one more strong, like, like this is his run. His last three or four years, this is when he wins his first WWE championship and he is the actual most talked about thing in pro wrestling you really and think finally he has the proves this journey that he's been on this entire makes fucking time makes more you sense. really think cody rhodes has what it takes to be either mm-hmm. brock lesnar or roman reigns no, i mean i just no. watched biggie as that's fucking um that's like a wwe champion that's like when, for uh, a couple months it's like when jeff jarrett went to yeah WCW. but he beat bobby lashley there's a difference it's like when jeff jarrett went to wcw in 2000 and basically thought told them he was going to be their hulk hogan and shit you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so hey man he just named some of the best shit i think it's all at work we know nuts. we know cody can't be Come um on. jeff jeff jarrett just renamed the Springfield Sliders, the Springfield Lucky Horseshoes. Come on now. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Why does it have to be both? Plenty of horses with horseshoes in Springfield. Why is it actually have to be Lucky one, Actually, one of the logos is an actual our version of the horseshoe. You should have called them the Springfield Abraham. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's the actual cheese with fries and delicious they sh- meats. They should have called them the Springfield Abrahams. That every time I think <laughs> about this, I just want to burn this motherfucker down. Look, we I, had a chili cheeseburger horseshoe at yeah, Babe's the other day. Yeah. It was delicious. Pretty good. So, uh, you guys complain about Mark Henry talking about food all the time. That included, your, that included your drink, dickhead. Right? It was, it was good. That was well worth it. I'd pay it again. Right. I'm a fat kid. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, we know Cody Rhodes can't be the AEW champion, but he can be the TNT champion. So it to me makes total sense for him to show up at face of the revolution, take the fucking ladder match. So he could become the first four time TNT exactly, champion. Exactly, and have a group behind him, and then he can be Hulk Hogan. Cody must pose. You were saying before you think he's going to join Dean Ambrose and I don't think Dan well. Bryan. See now, I think since we seen Dan Ambrose cut this promo about I don't I don't sleep with I don't bed with nobody I don't bleed with or whatever weird shit he said. Oh, um, we got to that. That was the shit. Know, this is John Moxley. This isn't Dean Ambrose. Back when they were, yeah, that too. Back when they. <laughs> <laughs> were back in there in the independence back in the day him and him and brian beat the shit out of each other a good yeah. a few times i think we're gonna see that again at an older stage and then maybe after that you could see them tag team together but i don't think he's gonna be the one who gets with or, uh or right after they in their match cody comes down and we have a new nwo that's what he's been saying that's i mean maybe or they're in a blood feud and cm punk comes just down. out no, interested just, no just out nowhere here dead and dead no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I don't. I, Cody now, takes his now rightful with, place at the head of the bloodline. Now with this shit going Tribal on with him, Cody shield. Rhodes going and disappearing for a minute. I mean, it's you know Hogan, fucking bash at the beach, fucking get him holster. I'm just saying that you know. Well, oh, that could, motherfucker dropped that leg. There's, it's like there's he just broke he broke Rich's little heart. There's a bunch of ways they could swerve it and go, but I honestly no, 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 think no, he did not. Yeah, that he, was he the bro- shit. He it, broke the heart of the Dickhausen. If. <laughs> If Cody doesn't come... I was a little fucking Hulkamaniac ready for the heel turn. If Cody like, doesn't show up at Face of the Revolution... I was 11 years old, like, yeah, fuck these people! <laughs> if Cody doesn't show up at Face of the Revolution on some takeover and like, get that... Be like, fuck him, fuck him to then, death! Then I'll say, yeah, he's going to WWE. But until I see anything official, 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 and I have You ain't gonna not. see nothing official until he um, debuts at WrestleMania. That's too... Beat down the world, that, that, world that's official. In, the world we live in, that shit don't happen anymore. And and anymore they don't it want does. anymore they don't want people to be surprised for whatever fucking sick reason. We don't want them to be surprised. Let's waste it now. Which pisses me off because I'd be, rather tune because, in yeah, on a T- fucking Wednesday night TNT gets pissed and have Sting have... come out and not know about it and pop like a motherfucker. When that happened, how many fucking pl- places were me and you found out about it? Me and him uh, me and Dick were trying to find like 30 places to be able to find that to watch it because you can only watch it on TNT at that time. We didn't have TNT. Oh, I know. I was, actually, I was watching it and that happened. 
and I hear the, and I saw, I'm like, are they really fucking about to do this? Is it really going to happen? And I'm like, is this sting? And then he came out and I think I jumped up out of my chair and I started running around the living room and my wife's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, it's sting. <laughs> now when WWE did it, they did it and had him like underneath a sheet for like two and a half hours and his fucking face painted melted off and shit when he came out and it was like, it's sting, but he looks scary as fuck. <laughs> plus, plus it, you actually had Tony Schiavone doing the it's Sting. He looked skanky on WWE when he first showed up. I'm not sure about Sting no more. Hey, fuck you. Well, I mean, he's you know, <laughs> um, but you know, I I don't know. I think that's the only way we see Cody again is if you say, if you're right and he shows up straight up in WWE, and that's what I thought he was going to show up to at, been, at Saudi. There's too many matches um, that we haven't got to see with Cody Rhodes in AEW. So until there's something officially happened where he's on a WWE screen, we're not believing it. Right. Um, and I haven't seen outside of their fucking letter that they put out that he's actually officially gone from AEW. Figure, so he could what? also be gone figuring from AEW. They both come out and said they were gone. Figuring right. Royal Rumble weekend, he had a picture of him flying into St. Louis. <clears throat> we never saw him there either. I um, I, I was getting ready to say, uh, <sighs> you know, he could be removed as an executive and still be a talent there as well. So we could be seeing him gone as an executive and still being there as a talent. And they could be no, playing he, it. He, into he this... likes to be able to come out and be able to book himself right into that TNT championship right. match. Cody must pose. But... Um, what I'm saying is they could be showing it in a way to where he's not an executive anymore. Now you think he's not with the company, but he still is actually contracted as the talent. He's the and insider outsider. He shows up in March and fucking. <laughs> that shit don't make no sense. He's going to WWE to wear the polka dot stardust right. gimmick. Makes sense to you. So he's, he's going to be a mix of his dad and himself. But to me, and what makes brother. sense is that he shows up at face of the revolution because he kind of, Hey, that's the best part. That. That's the best part. As soon as, as soon as that letter was put out by Tony Khan, thinking. Cody Rhodes or whatever. Dustin puts out a thing. I ain't leaving at AEW. He's like, I like it at AEW. Yeah. Honestly, if I who, was Tony Khan, I would have opened up Dynamite would, with somebody just beating the fucking bricks off a of fucking You do dust. realize all, both episodes of their shows this week, they did not mention Cody Rhodes at all. Clinton said they did. Yeah, one Where? time they mentioned him when uh, Daniel Bryan was less wrestling Lee Moriarty. Um, they they mentioned that Cody Rhodes was or he was oh. trained at Cody Rhodes' Nightmare well, Factory. Well, other than different. that, other than that, they made no. Because I was I Cause, was specifically cause listened. Because when you talk about uh, when they when you get to the TNT title match between Sammy and Darby, they do not mention that Sammy won the title back from Cody. Right. Well. So anyway. The, here's I think the, the thing. other belt should just go away silently. Here's the thing. Well, no, because it looks good with him. And, and my belts. high spot of the week comes during that match. So here's the thing. Um, with with them not talking about Cody specifically, saying absolutely nothing about him, means they want you to forget about him quick, which means that fucking he's going to show back up in AEW. Now, the the letter that Co- Tony Khan put out in the tweet and all the gracious and beautiful things he said about him, why wouldn't they be like, you know, Cody Rhodes has decided to blah 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 leave and you know have this video package for him because he's done all this great shit and had all these great matches in AEW and thank you for being here buddy and we'll see you again down the road someday maybe like WWE does with a million people and like AEW's done with a few other people they didn't do that with CM Punk and well that was different CM Punk that took the shit road out um, well, I mean Cody I'd, 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 I'd backstage. Hey, here's, me, here's the disappointing part to me it's a work how many other guys have been we haven't backstage? got to see Paige Van Zandt beat the shit out of Brandy Rhodes yet you're never going to see that. I don't believe. I don't think it, you're ever going to see Brandy Rhodes on TV ever again. Yeah, probably not. No, I think she ruined her her spot on TV there by saying foolish things. I, I was ready for Paige Van Zandt. She came out and then. Which Chicago. honestly, yeah, it's not a bad thing either. Dan Lambert, like, like Dan Lambert has the ultimate heat now. He's vanquished the fucking Rhodes's family. Right, like 
He, I mean, kind of, but they got him off on being Murder Hawk's voice box now for no reason. Yeah, but the Murder Hawk lost too, so now he's out too. So now you're going back to Ethan Page and the Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. That is exactly where I would put Keith Lee. And, and then exactly where is Scorpio Sky going to go in the next few weeks? Once uh, I would have fucking Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page both go straight at Keith Lee and have him beat them up for the next two months to show what sort of a fucking well, monster well, he no, is. But instead, they put him right in the goddamn face of the revolution. Well, no, where's, match. Where, where's Scorpio going in the next few weeks once Josh Alexander gets his contract situation and visa stuff figured out? He ain't going to get his visa stuff figured out. Dude, he's done. He's gone from the U.S. He ain't coming to AEW. Get it out of your head. He's coming to AEW. Nope. We're going to have the North. Nope. They're not doing the North. He doesn't broke out of that. Josh Alexander's the better part of that, though. If anything... No, what if, you do is you have him show up. You win the AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, he turns on fucking Ethan Page. They have a great rivalry, and then you throw him right into the world title mix. Ethan Page is Problem the Marty is, of that group. AEW has too many too. motherfucking people Marty on Gennetti. their roster. I agree. He just tapped out. Uh, too, problem is, too many people on their roster right now. They don't Goldberg need just tapped out? Yes. They don't need to, any. They don't. I don't, I don't know if the, that's the, the guillotine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the first. He went to spear him and he caught him in it and choked him or made him tap out. He must have forgot his gloves in America though because he hasn't him, been dog. wearing his gloves. Head of the table, dog. Look, check this shit out. That's the that's bloodline the, shit right here on my chest. That, <laughs> that's the wrong person to acknowledge. You know who to acknowledge. You talked to her earlier this week. <laughs> acknowledge me. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, man, I fucking. Uh, Man, we got a lot. We're talking about Cody Rhodes an awful goddamn lot. Well, I mean, so this has been a big topic this week, to be honest with you. I don't, you know, I mean, it was a big part of the week. I mean, this was going on until at least Thursday. And then, you know, every day you see something else coming out, whether, you know, he's going to be here, going to be there, going back there, doing this, doing that. So he was in Poland, right? Everybody thought he was going to be at this show. And we really don't know that he wasn't at this point. But well, you don't know. That I feel like I. Right? I feel like he probably wasn't. I had heard about it by now. Nah, he's coming. I don't think he's gone from AEW at all. I say we'll see, but I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you guys are going to be disappointed if you're expecting him in WWE. I think he's going to stay in AEW for at least. I'm expecting no, I'm him to Stardust. At least two more years in AEW. I think. Honestly, if not, where do you think he could land if he doesn't go to WWE? I would like to see him go to. He's going to wrestle Matt Cardona for the NWA championship. I was going to say I would like to see him go to NWA. Uh, or Japan because the world's opening back up. I think up Josh again. Alexander, if he comes back to America, will end up in MLW. That's where I think he'll go. But that's no. for that's for I'm your ready indie to give him a Tony, WWE tryout. That's for your indie Tony, mudshot Tony, report, isn't it? Tony Khan wants Brown Breaker versus Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander would be the shit. Yeah. Tony Khan's got too much talent. He needs to quit <laughs> signing so many people. Yeah, you but Josh so Alexander's people, a real talent. You got so many people you can't feature them all. That's a sad situation. They should take Orange Cassidy off. That's what Vincent Mann was trying to do to to put him out of business. We buy everybody. You ain't gonna have no money to pay nobody. Your dad's gonna be mad and shut you off just like uh, Dixie Carter. He's a smart businessman. He's just Vince McMahon. <laughs> he ain't got daddy's money. He's got his money. I know. Well, wait him out. That's because he, he, uh, he bought his daddy's He deep. thinks his daddy's pockets are deep. They are. They're <laughs> deeper than ours. So we got to get smarter. Uh, he bought his dad's money out. You I'll know get him to buy everything and his dad will think he's an idiot. Or Vince McMahon <laughs> finds a way to buy fucking... Tony. I don't think his dad's an idiot. He invested in bumpers. Vince McMahon's getting gold bars <laughs> right now from the Saudis. If he yeah, wants to, he might be saying. able to buy Tony yeah, Khan's dad. I don't and, think and, that he knows what AEW and, is. And how many people fuck up their bumper every week in a fender bender? <laughs> right, but I'm saying Vince McMahon, by the end of it, might not have enough money to buy Tony Khan's dad. All I'm saying, I don't no. know. Gold you, bars, boys. If Gold bars. If Vince McMahon has never owned an NFL team. To, to own an NFL uh, team. He has what, owned a whole entire football organization. That has him. failed twice. Four, four or five teams, right? Twice. Well, that's one team. You're talking about a whole league, though. 
That's a difference. A, a league that's been around for a hundred years. XFL, well, yeah, but you're talking about one team in the league, not a whole entire league of football. Like he to, had multiple and, football and teams to, own, to take care of, not and just to one. to own one of those teams, you're one of the top 30 people in the entire fucking world. I guess maybe. Just the fucking rich dudes. Yeah, you're the elite to own an NFL team. But none of them tried to run a whole it, entire it's, league. It's like, the, it's like the sorority of the... Right. Everything. Well, there's one other person trying to run their whole other league. Who? Donald Trump. No. Uh, yeah. The only the only two people bold enough and their friends, too, by the way. Let's not forget about that. Well, actually, Donald Trump. Yeah. Actually, Donald has been trying to buy an NFL team for years, and they will not sell it to him because they know how he fucking is. <laughs> I mean, what? It's a boys club. Can't argue, he ain't part of can't it. Can't argue with a businessman. <laughs> uh, it's what the dude is through and through always trying to make a deal back door, back door front doors you got some rumors for us this week the rumor roll up only a couple uh we talked about the biggest one which was cody rhodes and where he might end those up. those aren't even rumors now uh i mean yeah I think yeah I, I know i'm just giving it's you only shit. dave Meltzer reporting so it's a completely rumor until i see a wwe certified cody rhodes has been signed you ain't gonna or say it, you it will make me laugh my goddamn ass off if they put actually, a, a cody rhodes is wwe like aew actually all oh, that'd be great. i would actually, fucking die actually he was there the morning when i got that thing about cody and i'm like wait i gotta fucking verify this so i'm going to like 12 different places i'm like <laughs> Like, wait, Cody's gone? Cody's you know, gone? You know why? Because he sent you that Cowboys business letter that seemed so perfect and real, and then you get to the bottom of it, and you find out that it's fucking, or it was a Super Bowl letter or whatever. Yeah, yeah they're just going to play the Super Bowl you in Arlington, Texas fucking, every year. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, this is some bullshit here. <laughs> uh, uh, the next one, there's two rumors going into WrestleMania. I'm not sure after today, because we haven't seen Elimination Chamber. Well, we know we're in the midst of it right now, but... Um, and the two big ones are number we'll, one. We'll review it next week. That Steve Austin is going to be coming out of retirement um, to wrestle in a match, and either a match would be him and Goldberg. And I want to know what you two would think about that match at was, this I point. Thought, at this point in both of their careers, what would you? Think I would about mark Goldberg the fuck out versus Steve Austin. We finally got the match we never got. And I'd be I'd, chanting Goldberg, then the glass would break, and I'd be like, "Uh, uh." He'd be, um, <laughs> he'd be he, showing you his O face. He'd be oh, the, oh, he'd, he'd be the, me, he'd be the meme of Randy on uh, South Park, and there's fucking jizz all over the fucking walls and everything. <laughs> and he's just laying there in the computer chair, all dead. That's hey man, dead. he just got Goldberg. The he's, um, he's got the internet back. <laughs> I think you're wrong. I don't think we'd get the match that we always wanted because they're too old. Um, I think we'd get their greatest hits, and it'd be over. And I think so. We got the KO. I think it would suck. It would be great. He'd come out and spear I, him, then actually, get up, actually, try to jackhammer him, stone cold reverse, hit actually, the stunner, actually, boom, boom, Actually, real quick. Yeah, we, I don't want to see a, six, a three or four minute blue. Actually, I can't say that. It's a waste that's of my time. Trouble. I, I would rather see Steve Austin and Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens could sell for Austin for 15 minutes, and then for five minutes, Austin could sell for Owens and not get himself hurt. You, and think, then he, you think he puts Owens over? Stunner for the win, drinks a lot of beer, gets out of there, and the crowd goes wild. I'm, I think, just, I'm just throwing this out. If Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to WrestleMania, tickets are still available in the nosebleeds. I'm not going to Texas, but Aunt I would Betty's love to see Steve Dallas. Austin wrestle again. If they somehow talk Steve Austin are they in Arlington doing, Heights, they're in Dallas, right across the fucking airport, and it's not too far. 
if if they talk Stone Cold into signing some sort of contract and he was going to be at three more pay-per-views or do a Brock Lesnar type of deal where he's going to show up and you know how Brock Lesnar don't wrestle in right? He just shows up, causes havoc, and leaves. That's how old a, is he? 56? That's 57. That's a Steve Austin thing to do, right? How They could have Stone Cold show up on Raw the next three months and do nothing but destroy things and flip over cars. They did it with Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar for how long now? And Stone Cold's the one who started that shit anyway. All you have to do is have Austin show up and talk on the microphone on the fucking stage. Eh, I think that would get old after a while, but you know what? You'd have him show up in some other kind of vehicle and destroy some other type of shit and some other type Every of Every week and cause chaos for Roman Reigns, <laughs> and then he could still lose to Roman in a match, and then they could have a match and fucking, I don't know, their next crown jewel show. Do you show? remember the last time Stone Cold was there on a full-time schedule with it? I he mean, was the well, sheriff. Yeah. He was the law dog. The fucking chasing, four-wheeler? chasing Brock Lesnar, as a matter of fact. Have you seen any of that? Oh, four. Stone Cold is the sheriff? Nope. And uh, he was still somewhat active there. Brock Lesnar I, comes to Raw oh, and oh, steals his four-wheeler. Oh, I can tell you, oh, two to 18 is like fucking the abyss to me. <laughs> you know, and the only thing, the only problem sh- with... Brock Lesnar showed up at SmackDown, or from SmackDown, showed up to fucking Raw and stole Stone Cold, who is the sheriff of Raw. <laughs> Bischoff was the manager. And fucking Stone Cold would come out on a four-wheeler and be like, I'm the sheriff. This is the new law that you got to abide by. And uh, All I kn- Brock I- Lesnar came, stole the four-wheeler. Stone Cold comes to SmackDown to get the four-wheelers on the ramp and the whole SmackDown locker room sitting out there. And Stone Cold just comes and fucking opens a can of whoop-ass on the entire fucking roster. And then fucking Big Show's the last one sitting there. Gives him a fucking stunner, grabs his four-wheeler and fucking drives it around the ring and fucking takes off. It was the shit. And Stone Cold, yeah, come back on. That was right before WrestleMania 20, actually. I can't tell you the sports package um, that I bought on YouTube TV, though, the Impact channel. I'm really digging that one. I, uh, <laughs> I just think it would be a lot more fun for Stone Cold and Kevin Owens to wrestle because Stone Cold could beat up Kevin Owens, give you all the greatest hits, and then some. And Kevin Owens could sell like a son of a bitch. And you know KO needs a match. It's KO Mania, bro. So they set up a ring last year for Stone Cold. Like, this thing has been in the pipes for a while, huh? I mean, he hasn't wrestled since the rock in like 2009 I yeah think. that that's who he wanted to go out to so and the, like i was getting ready to say earlier who stone cold uh, yeah the wrestlemania like wrestlemania 19 yeah that oh, was that was oh three oh three oh three oh four something like that 20 was oh four as the year we graduated okay so oh three then was the last time he wrestled so technically i mean his body's probably not in terrible as, fucking shape as those two are both laying in the middle of the ring and nobody can hear what they're saying but like austin's like i love you man the rock's like i know i love you too I wouldn't. He, and Austin's like, I wouldn't want to go out to anybody other than you, because I mean, those two fucking mate each other. Supposedly, he just rode off in the sunset. Supposedly, though. he's he stays ring ready, is what he supposedly says. You know, and whether that's true, he's or not, been fragile knows. though for a while. Like um, he fell in the yeah. tub and broke his elbow one time. Yeah, but like, I he's think he's been doing some old man shit. I think. Um, Can you bring me some broken skull IPAs? I think in a protected <laughs> type of way, he'd be just fine. Um, I don't know if he can hit the stunner anymore. Oh, for sure that's he can't. Hitting that's hard thing. on his old ass hip. That's his thing. And he's in fucking, they've just recent pictures of him. He's in like the best shape. I think. I don't even think Stone Cold was in that good of shape when he was the fucking champion, the way he looks right now. Uh-huh. Not that that's going to, your body's still going to be able to take a huge bump if you take it. But he could be protected in a way that, you we know We got some I mean? Piper Nevin. Um, but I, I just think that it would be a lot more fun for Stone Cold and Kevin Owens rather than Stone Cold and Goldberg at this point in both their careers, like Goldberg and him just be... I didn't even hear the Goldberg rumor. Uh, but yeah, that's one going around that's... right now because now Goldberg doesn't have anything to do for WrestleMania. He's not under... Con- he's, his contract ended today with WWE. When has that ever mattered? They're going to put they're gonna put Goldberg versus Stone Cold in an arm wrestling match. My, now, my big fear for this whole situation... Right do we, do, we, do, we, get, do is... we get the uh, over the top or you get the... 
hat <laughs> moving around like you mean business my <laughs> my big fear with this whole thing is and, and what i'm really worried about is you know kevin owens doesn't technically have a match for wrestlemania Dude, I, right I, now. I don't i don't like rhea ripley in saudi uh, like, did you see the rhea ripley's like tweet or whatever that bailey no um, it was rhea ripley like from behind or whatever booty was sticking out and uh uh, Bailey, Bailey said, "Don't make me beat it up." And Rhea Ripley said, "Don't threaten me with a good time." So we get Bailey and uh, Rhea Ripley uh, at WrestleMania. Dominate. I think they're dating halfway. She looks like a Hellraiser. I, that's okay. <laughs> she, looks, she looks like she wants to be Pinhead from Hellraiser. Well, that's because she's in Saudi and they can't show skin or anything over there. So, like I just said, I didn't know. Gotta like, get your gold bars. You can't see no skin. She wants to be dressed up like a dominatrix, bro. Um, so, so anyway, my fear of the I whole thing is... I don't is, like it. And what I think actually is going to happen at WrestleMania, we're all going to be disappointed, is what I think is going to happen is Kevin Owens is going to come out to the ring and bitch because he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. And Stone Cold's music is going to come out and he's going to be like, let's have a beer drinking match. And as soon as they get ready to have a beer, he's just going to stun him and then drink beer and pour it on him and leave the ring and that's going to be Stone Cold at WrestleMania. I'd be okay And I'm going to be sad. It's like a fucking half fucking hard dick, Brent. I'm not okay with It'd it. It'd be like The Rock versus... Uh fucking eric i want full fleshy boner not half hard dick i'm not okay with it it's fucking wrestlemania so you want the full chub god damn it i want to put it in her belly button you understand what i'm saying and she's doing you, do, you, you do, don't give me stone cold halfway it's not any fun he's 57 dog right he's more than halfway i don't done. want to see him come out and pour beer on kevin owens and stun him and leave that's dumb <laughs> it's a waste of time and he'll get a new shirt and everyone will buy it more than they'll buy everyone else's shirt when he does that it's a waste of my time it's a waste of your time it's a waste of everyone's time and I'm there's not, two nights at Wrestlemania he can have a fucking four or five minute match with someone I'm not at all impressed with WWE merchandise anymore you gonna tell me about somebody's body when Ric Flair at fucking like 75 was wrestling Hulk Hogan with was fucking terrible hips was Flair's wrestling Flair's not even 75 yet fucking goddamn Undertaker with his broken plastic body Terry fucking Funk was still wrestling up until like six months ago, and they put him in the hospital and said, you can't leave no more, you're crazy. <laughs> until like six months ago. He's been in the nursing home for like five years. Yeah, whatever. Abdul the Butcher wrestled until he lost both his legs. Fucking. Not for WWE in the main event of look, WrestleMania, motherfucker. Look at the goddamn Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> yeah, being on fucking House Hardy fucking videos. The motherfuckers show. can still do moonsaults. <laughs> I don't know how they don't get vertigo at their age. I was worried about 50 Cent at the Super Bowl. When he hopped out there, <laughs> he was rapping kind of slow. I thought he had vertigo. He's too old to be upside yeah, down like that. They cut away quick and didn't show. They, you notice they didn't show him actually getting down. I kind of did. Like it was effort. That's because yeah, it well, took everybody in the room to help. They cut away like, oh, you don't want that on TV. Would have died if he had just head fell off there. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> slipped. Is, isn't there one part? Is it still died your the birthday, Bowl. 50? We can't tell. Get off the floor. <laughs> You think maybe the Tupac fucking hologram fucked up? So it was like, 50's here. Let's just see if he'll do no, it in the club. No. See if he'll hang upside down. <laughs> no, no appar apparently Dre funded the whole show, not Pepsi. So Dre probably didn't want to pay for the hologram from Coachella. Uh, Pepsi doesn't support uh, gangster rap. You know Ludacris and Eminem, or Ludacris and fucking uh, Lil Wayne both had contracts with Mountain Dew and Pepsi. And Bill O'Reilly bitched when we were in high school. I don't know if you remember this. Bitch, because they were using Foul Mouth Ludacris as the cover of their new Pepsi's The New Generation. And then they fucking fired him. Well, they breached a contract, and Ludacris turned around and sued him for, like, millions and millions of dollars. And then same thing with Lil Wayne. They made him the cover boy for their Mountain Dew. And then someone was like, you know he talks about girls' vaginas, right? And they were like, well, fuck, we can't have that. And so then they were like, well, we got to pay him all these millions and millions of dollars now because we just fucked him out of a contract. So now they're trying to pick people that fucking are clean but not clean. 
So they probably didn't want fucking to fund the goddamn halftime show because it was a gangster rap halftime show. And they talk about bitches. And so they and called it the Pepsi halftime. Just realized Liv Morgan yeah. thinks she's Britney Spears because right? Pepsi funds the whole Super Bowl. It's like, but the halftime oh. show itself. Drew, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. My question is, Oops. do you think he was really producing that shit while they were up there doing it because he was playing with the buttons and stuff? Do you think no. he was really working on it, or do you think they were? That was a fucking. You, that was a uh, work. How, how do you know? It's Dr. That Dre. was a working board. It's Dr. Dre. It's Dr. Dre is a perfectionist, so he could have been working on it while they Because were that entire show was fucking lip synced. He was definitely playing the piano for real. No, it was not. Yeah. Uh, you do piano. realize they have stated for like the last 10 years the, that every the, Super Bowl show is lip synced because they cannot get the acoustics they need. That was so. definitely Snoop rapping. I don't know about what you've heard, but that was definitely. I've listened to the Up and Smoke tour a bunch of times. I've got it on DVD. <laughs> that was definitely Snoop rapping. I don't know. Figuring all those instruments and shit aren't actually plugged in. Look like they're plugged into me. No, I think no, Dre was. I, th- I think Dre <laughs> was up there doing the whole talking thing. as all, a musician. They're not plugged in. I think it was all a whole. I think he was doing the whole thing from right there. I don't think that was true at all. You it was like so? a cardboard cutout of a soundboard. It was all white with all white buttons. So how's he supposed to know what's what? Doctor Dre's been doing that shit since like <laughs> 1981, maybe 78. I don't know when was he dressing like a fucking yeah, it was a, the doctor of love like or whatever. So how did we get off track to the Super Bowl? I don't even know because <laughs> we're gonna party like it's your birthday. Because WrestleMania and Stone Cold uh, and the Kevin Owens. All right, you got any more rumors? No, but what I do have is they released the Pro Wrestling Awards. Oh, who's they? Uh, Uncle Davey. Pro Wrestling Observer Awards oh, came it's out a, it's for, Alexa Bliss. for 2021. And it's I don't good. know why they came out so late. Maybe COVID's there. Maybe just Uncle because Dave's. Because Dave Meltzer. He had to collect all the votes. They were so hugely successful, it took him that long to count all of the votes. Because these people totally outnumber other things going on in wrestling. It's Alexa even though it's Bliss. Like and it doesn't matter. 400 total people fucking voting tops. Yeah, but. Alexa Bliss doesn't matter as, just as much as these wrestling awards don't matter. I'm about to read off. <laughs> no, she's healed. No, she doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> I, I think she matters. I think she matters a lot. <laughs> she's still the same as she was. She just doesn't have the weird face paint on. She still has the same fucking weird outfits. Look, there's the swing. She's still crazy. <laughs> Look at her here in a minute. She's going to grab her face and turn it sideways. I don't care. It's still Alexa Bliss. No, it's wasted time. Wasted talent. I feel sorry for her. They took she, Bray Wyatt's gimmick and turned she, her into that she weird still looks, shit. She still looks pretty. I don't care. It's like Bliss. She gets her own swing inside the chamber. It makes no fucking sense. It's supposed to be a surprise. It's a surprise with a swing. And then we got Britney Spears wrestling, uh, what the fuck we want to call Nikki A.S.H. <laughs> She's a supervillain. All right. So, All right, Dave Meltzer. Wrestling Observer Awards for 2021 Wrestler of the Year, Kenny Omega. He had to know that was going to happen, though, right? <laughs> How many... I mean, he, he did. Vote, he was the belt on there. He was going around. No, nah, I didn't give you all that. He was going around collecting all of the belts this last year. I, I don't so. know how you can say you're the belt collector when you already but, held two of those belts before 2021. But he also lost all the belts this last year as well, though. So that is true. Does he have the worst and the best year? Best and worst year, or or Roman Reigns' fucking 500 plus day run, fucking. Just putting his shit to shame in the dark. WWE is not included in the in the Wrestling Observer. That's entertainment, not wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's sports entertainment. And by the way, he fucking went on there and was like, Kenny won with 354 votes and Roman Reigns was like the next in line with like 90. And well, it's like, when we get done with this, so I'll try to find out 500 motherfuckers voted. <laughs> probably, probably. 120,000 watch Impact. 
It's probably more like... But fucking 40 motherfuckers, so we should pay attention to that. Probably like however many people work at the Wrestling Observer, and they probably had a, a fucking box on the desk and little pieces of paper, and they put a little slip in each box for who they wanted to win. And then at the end of the day, Dave counted all my, the votes out, and that's how they're fucking wrestling. My, my vote for wrestling leader is Dan Housen. Uh, <laughs> it makes more sense than Kenny fucking Omega. Tag team of the year, the Young Bucks. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, not Luchasaur or fucking... Jurassic Express or fucking the bad part is you're already pissed about the match of the year too so shut up match of the year is the fucking bullshit that you go in and see we we saint it both of you saint it wasn't it yeah I would take FTR as the tag team of the year Uh, I think they did a lot according year. they wrestled a lot of people in a shitload of matches they might not have got a lot of wins on Twitter Cash Wheeler's mom held a held a piece of cardboard in the front yard that says tag team of the year FTR and he's I, like, "Thanks, mom." I don't know nothing <laughs> about all that, but I, you know, they didn't have a lot of wins this last year. Um, but they sure were in a shitload of matches and shit. They were on TV feuds. a lot, and you know, they only because MJF's on TV. I a lot, feel though. like they're they're the best tag, one of the best tag teams going right now. I don't know. I think they deserved it more they, than the they Young won Bucks. the Triple A tag. The teams Young Bucks had year. matches and then were injured for like two months and then had a match. And Jurassic like Express was months. way more over than both of those motherfuckers. That's you know, that's uh, Luke Perry's son for you, right? Like. That's been the entertaining part. They missed the beat when they fucking gave it to the Lucha Brothers, too, anyways. Okay. Women's MVP of the year, uh, Utami Hayashashita, which I don't know nothing about her. Brent, drop some knowledge about her. I don't want to start them. Okay. Never mind. Then we'll move on. She's the female wrestler it, of the oh, year? Oh, oh, rumor. It's not actually rumor, but stardom. Uh, Kyrie saying is back with stardom. I don't know what any of those fucking sounds coming out of your mouth came to form words. She was in WWE, Kyrie Ka- Sane. Kyrie Sane, the chick that tagged in with Asuka, the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, she's back she's with, the pirate princess or whatever? Yeah, she's back with starting wrestling. Most outstanding wrestler of the year, Shingo Takagi. Brent, drop knowledge. Shingo? So what, most outstanding I, wrestler of the year. How do you feel about that? Bullshit. Okay, but either I mean, you don't know nothing about Shingo Takagi. I'm I, surprised I, I got his Shingo name before. actually. Actually, I got for, his name right, right? Yeah, that's Shingo. right. I did. All you gotta say is Shingo. I'm watching my anime. E- even on a uh, even on a uh, New Japan, they don't even call him Shingo Takagi. It's just Shingo. I've been watching my anime with the subtitles. He's part, he's part of Listen Garbles. See, now you're going too far. <laughs> now you just took it that what you, there was a line and right. you went over. And he did. <laughs> Which I don't know why you'd make him this year's because. I mean, he got the championship by default because fucking Will Osprey got injured. <laughs> then it's, he's definitely the most fucking outstanding motherfucker to get didn't something by Will default. Will Osprey took a mental health break, didn't he? Yeah, but then they said he was injured with a neck injury. That's the greatest fucking luck in the world to become champion by default. <laughs> it's not work for Stone Cold. He he beat Okada, but work for Joffrey Baratheon too. In a you know <laughs> it's because him and Okada's changing the title back and forth, so. Most charismatic wrestler of the year, CM Punk, which makes no sense. The most charismatic? Charismatic wrestler of the year, most charismatic wrestler of the year, CM Punk. CM Punk wasn't even around for the whole year. So and I have also, a he's that. just been fucking giggly shit since CM he's been Punk's back. only been around since September, right? It's CM Cena. August. August. That's not a year. I'm talking about from fucking the beginning of the year till now. Most charismatic wrestler. Who do you think it that's, is? That's why I was saying I would, I would, Shingo. I, dude, this is coming from me. I would put Orange Cassidy over CM Punk for that. Category. Yeah, but in general, if you was going to give an award for most charismatic wrestler of the year, who would you give it to? MJF. What about you? Most charismatic? Yeah, he has the most charisma. He's the only one that fucking can whole have a whole sentence. What about this, you? This year, Adam Cole. 
Adam Cole ain't done shit. I'd pick Sammy Guevara. That's it. I'd pick Sammy Guevara. Okay. That's so weird. I think, I think charisma, ring-wise charisma, he's got the most. Mike, Ooh, Mike, for... Mike Charisma, MJF, all day long. If we're talking in-ring work charisma-wise, uh, Sammy Guevara's got all three of them guys beat. Or both of them guys beat. Daniel Bryan's been real. But he, ain't been he, he didn't wrestle the whole year either. either. Sammy Guevara. And he's wrestled a lot, though. Oh, yeah. Real quick, I guess got to give a quick shout-out. No? Chris from... I'm uh, just joking. <laughs> Chris from Beerfield is supposed to be here. The Dickhausen got his beers. He Chocolate upholds... Latte Stark. He uh, upholds his uh, commitments, even though he might not appear. He sh- he'll be here later <laughs> this year. So, all right, back to... Dave Meltzer. Uh, I don't know if this is supposed to be tag team match of the year or not, but it just says match of the year. The so I'm, Lute, I'm the guessing Lutra Bros, Lutra Bros, and, Bros yeah, Young Bucks, the, which you guys tagging the match. Yeah, that's the match the, of the year. Yeah, it's bullshit. The actual match of the year is the Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks and Steel Cage match at all, at all out. At all out. Yep. Mm, no, I put I put Cowboy Shits and fucking Daniel Bryan over that. I put Kenny Omega, Daniel oh, that Bryan. Was the, that, the, the first that was, one. That, that was the first episode on. On January fourth, Omega versus Brian, the first one they had on Dynamite or on uh, Rampage. No, no was it, Dude, it was honestly, Dynamite? Wasn't uh, it? The launch of Rampage the, when fucking Christian and fucking Kenny Omega uh, went for the Impact title and Christian won. Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah, yeah, it was a good match. Um, uh, Danielson and Omega, their first match was on D- Dynamite, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, or because they went the whole hour and then no, it was thirty minutes and then or they went to a that was twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, dude, I feel like that but match both was the of, match year. But both of Hangman's matches were actually no. Hangman had one match this year, and then the rematch was no. They were both this year. Never mind. Worst match of the year: The Miz versus Damian Priest in a zombie lumberjack match at WrestleMania. Dude, that match yeah. was the shit. No, it wasn't <laughs> the shits. Uh, were hey, the, the, Miz, the Miz got eaten by zombies. The Miz and then got came eaten back. by zombies. Yeah. Was Double or Nothing two thousand twenty one? Uh, there's a double or nothing every year. Well, I'm yeah, talking the, about poofy match. The, the that, exploding was, that was 2021. Yeah, that's the that's the fucking bullshit I don't know, match man. of the year. I don't know, man, because Miz got eaten by zombies and then came back the next night. It's like Rey Mysterio getting and thrown he, off the roof in the WWE uh, studio. Yeah, tours. but nobody was on the edge of their seats. Like that whole fucking. He also supposedly tore his ACL in that match and never happened either. Uh, he just. It's like around in a wheelchair for four months. It's like Rey Mysterio getting thrown off of Titan Towers and then showing up fucking the next couple weeks later. You remember we were watching the fucking Money in the Backlander match and he got thrown off the roof and to the his second, death? The second uh, yeah, like, theatrical yeah, match. Bar- Baron Corbin threw a what? Threw him Ray- off the roof. It was Rey Mysterio and somebody else. And we, me and Dick were like, holy shit. It was Otis, sh-. wasn't it? Did the- no, Otis won it because he, oh. he caught the briefcase because he's too fat to climb the ladder. And the same thing <laughs> with the Giant. <laughs> threw him off the roof. He came back later and won the title. We were talking... <sighs> Feud of the year. I don't want to forget those theatrical matches. Feud of the year. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. That's what makes me laugh when you make fun Feud of some of the shit that goes on right now. Because fucking, uh, the, you know, we used to watch shit that was equally as fucking strange back in the day and think it was the <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can they have these terrible matches? We had people like fucking. Honestly, Feud of the Year should have been Chris Jericho and MJF. Yeah. Mm, that was a good one. Um, Randy Orton Edge was a good feud for the year. Um, they wrestled Dude, a fuckload uh, of matches. That the only was, one that, that was the a, only one that, that was mattered. a year ago. Uh, right, the only exactly. one that mattered. Well, no, that I, was like the previous year. Twenty twenty. Yeah. When did Roman Reigns come back? Was it twenty twenty? I think yeah. it was March twenty twenty one. Yeah, it? basically. No, he's, he came back at a, he came back like a week before. Summer I think Slam. him and Jimmy had a really good feud, but that was two thousand nineteen. No, no that was twenty twenty. That was COVID. Shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, it was, wasn't it? And and Edge and Randy Orton was COVID shit too. Fuck Edge and Randy Orton. Yeah, like actual last year when you actually talk about a long running feud, you have Jericho and MJF that literally went for three pay per views. Uh, Darby MJF, that shit was the shit. Their finishes were amazing. I'm trying to think of one last year, right? Just the long running feud where that he cheated had. with the where he tried to fucking get him to fucking you know yeah, everybody well, yeah. knows Darby's a hothead. Blah blah blah. blah. Hangman and Omega didn't really have a feud though. No, they didn't. They just didn't interact with each other until they had a fucking match and he lost. Because then it was like as soon as they started interacting, it was like, oh, you know, Kenny's scared of Hangman. Let, unless right? Dave counts, I'm unless almost, Dave like, counts. When have they had a fucking match in AEW? I'm almost positive that Kenny Omega uses his jazz hands to jerk off Dave Meltzer. Outside of when they stopped being a tag <laughs> team, they were on the same team, and then Kenny Omega was like champ, and then it was like, okay, the only person left for him to wrestle was Hangman, who had his kid and ran away for six months. And then shows up, and then Hangman's so or Omega's so scared they don't have any matches except for the one, right? And he fucking loses to him to the title, and that's a feud for the year. One match. Yeah, I, I disagree. Also, fuck Dave Meltzer. You know what I, I'm saying? I already that, said I disagreed. That, well, I'm not saying that you guys agreed with him, but just in general, like to me, that what are you thinking, guy? <laughs> one uh, fucking match. They got that's the most votes a, on fucking Wrestling Observer fucking newsletter. Feud. A feud is what a, am I, what a am continuation I of matches that go on for the whole entire do, year. Do you really want to know what I'm thinking? Hey, mom, I'm gonna stay up late. Watch Kenny Omega while I masturbate. The sad thing is that Brent's probably telling the truth because he's a big Kenny Omega fan. Um, worst feud of the year Randy Orton versus The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Uh, Agree. It's pretty close. I don't know, man. Come on. Fucking, what about. There's fucking... worse, though. WWE's always shitting on stuff. It- they have good throwbacks, like uh, to Ultimate Warrior and Papa Shango with the shit coming out of his mouth and fucking, <laughs> you know, he's spitting up the black blood everywhere and all that. It was kind of fucking. It's WWE. God damn, bro. It's the. I would put anything on NXT above that. The only thing I was sad about was how <laughs> they lit the fiend on fire, and then when they brought him back, he looked all burnt and decrepit, and then he showed up at WrestleMania and was in perfect condition. And I was like, that's, come on. That's because he came out of the fire. He looked so cool, all burnt and fucked up, and he it was just. And then they was like, nah, we're gonna have him come out of a weird box and then lose his match to Alexa Bliss who comes out of an even weirder box with an even weirder face than what he's got. She just had toilet paper on her shoe. What Goldberg do in 2021? Nothing. Uh, Showed up at the Royal Rumble and lost to Drew McIntyre. Yeah, he you're next to... And then lost to Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. Yeah, he you're next to fucking uh, Drew McIntyre and then you're next to Bobby Lashley. They're probably... Those are probably the worst storylines of the year. And then you're next to Roman Reigns. Just a little while ago and got choked out for it. I love the Goldberg got choked out. We're living in different times now, man. Most underrated wrestler <laughs> of the year, Ricochet. Agree. Ooh, underrated? Underrated. No, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Right. I agree with that one 100%. Ricochet only breaks people's noses now. He's fucking, he hurts people. He's 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 on. Jack Perry got his shit last year, so no. He's Ricochet. the first of 50 wins, bro. Ricochet ain't shit without Will Ospreay. He's the first of 50 wins. That's a true indie show match. Not the shit people pretending to be is the best of the indie show matches. Ricochet tried at WWE. He has failed. Mm-hmm. Will Ospreay needs to come to fucking turn, American turn, soil. Turn the shit off. Rhea Ripley just lost. Fuck turn off. <laughs> of course she did. Bianca's the new female Hulk. Oh, fuck dog. her. Turn off. Uh, I hope he, she hits her with her brain. Most overrated wrestler of the year, Evil. Overrated? Yeah. Kenny Omega. Evil. To me, overrated Hangman Page. Ooh, that's, that's a close second. <laughs> 
terrible champ, bro. And he still hasn't impressed me not once. Wait. You said the most over or what? Most overrated wrestler of the year is Evil. Do you guys even know who Evil is? I no, no but I don't like Hangman. He's not actually a wrestler. And he's not a champion. Is it Dark Order? Evil? No. Evil's part of fucking New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's oh. part of the Bullet Club. Oh. He fucking Daisyo Shirai. Is he overrated? Oh, that's why Dave's mad. <laughs> is he overrated? I mean, he's a former IWP heavyweight champion, but... Former. I'm, yeah. <laughs> and he hasn't been champ again since? I mean, no. he's... Has he had any he's other part title of matches? The, he's part of the New no. Japan roster, so automatically that, that he, makes him here, overrated. Here, here, he's never been champ again, had no more title here, matches. Here's what happened. <laughs> Sounds world, like we might world, got a winner for Dave. The world will shut down because of COVID, and they needed somebody to win the G1 Classic. Or G one or no the, the New Japan Cup he won he got a title shot he won then he lost the title back to whoever had the title originally, which I think was Naito. So yeah, Evil's overrated. You know who the other over? No, that's Evil in all caps, by the way. Besides, yes, you know, I know Kenny Omega and that, all that. You know, that's my answer. But honestly, if like people won't even think of that as a option, mine's the uh, the Japanese motherfuckers that. All like, of them. Like the biggest thing that Evil has ever done in his career. That Dean Ambrose has been wrestling. All of them, though. Whatever <laughs> ones are coming over here. Cause he Suzuki like, Minora. He, he wrestled like 13. What about, what about Suzuki? Overrated. Okay. More. <laughs> but literally, the biggest thing that Evil ever did in his career, he was part of Los Ngobernables with Naito, and he turned on him and joined Bullet Club. I don't know what an Ngobernables is. So he's the buff Bagwell of the Bullet Club? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm, I'm buff daddy. Uh, most improved wrestler of the year, Ty Conti. No. Mm, no. Hmm. That's a... I think Jungle Boy Jack Perry's in that. My vote for that, too. I'll say Dominic Mysterio. Fuck off. I'm a WWE guy and don't even... <laughs> think I'm not even gonna... Uh, I, no, I'll be serious and I'm gonna pick almost. No. <laughs> no, he has two more moves this year than he had last year. What do you mean? He hasn't I, been on TV in three months. What do you mean? He was just at the Rumble. We watched him. No, actually, I think he was on Raw this week, but right. I didn't write it down. Saying important. He's totally I, important. That's the next I, no, Undertaker. I, I know. I think he fucking wrestled like Viking Raiders or some bullshit. It's the next Undertaker. He's gonna have the new undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Alexa Bliss came back just to lose. Good job. Thanks for being here. Go home. Oh, uh, great. Now we get to watch Bianca Belair. And, and Alexa Becky Bliss Lynch. is going to lose her shit and become most a fucking in, goober again. You say most improved. Is that what we're on? Yes. Ty Conti is what he's got on here. I will actually go, honestly, and I'm being serious. I'll pick Dakota Kai. I'm going to say Darby Allen. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Most improved? Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, I can say that because you fucking shit on him hard for the longest time, so that really blows my mind. Well, I'm just saying, him. like, I mean, cool, but he's damn. over. He's one of the pillars. Like, he's one of the four. He's he's what AEW has pillars. to market. WWE has stolen they, the pillars thing by now, and they started using pillars, too, by the way. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, they're using pillars now. My, my most improved is Raquel Gonzalez. They uh, talk about Tommaso Ciampa as one of the pillars of NXT. He is the pillar of NXT. The rest yeah, of them are gone. I just... Don't even say it. He's fucking one of the goddamn dudes who helped build NXT. We get it. He's not a pillar or nothing. Vince McMahon's the pillar. I want his gray hair back. The guy who pays everyone is the pillar. Ain't nobody got a Tommaso Ciampa looking beard You need more than one pillar. Weird fucking color. If you just have one pillar, your building's falling down. Rookie of the year and my personal favorite. Oh, fuck Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Rookie of the year? Yep, she's money, bro. Ooh, she's better than Dominique Mysterio. Well, that's most improved. Now, we're talking about most improved versus rookie. 
that's why I said Dominic for oh, most improved a, because honestly he has gotten a little bit better. But honestly, I don't. I was just joking. But like I said, I picked Dakota Kai for that. But I can go with Jade Cargill's rookie year. She's undefeated, Brett. I guess it's uh, I guess it's 2022, so I don't count. But right now, my Yo, rookie of the year. Is picture Adam this because I had this in my mind and I thought it looked really cool. Jade Cargill uses the jackhammer as her finisher. <laughs> I mean. It's no wonder Vince wants to throw money at her. Wouldn't that be a good finisher for her to use, though, at her size with the women? Yeah, it'd be sweet. If she I'd would just be it. devastating as fuck using totally the jackhammer, would she it. not? Let's ask him when he comes back, see how she feels about <laughs> it. See how he, she, I mean, he. Brent, you should grab me another one of those beers. <laughs> I seen the, gra- or the garage door, the fucking refrigerator door open up all. Ah, uh, he didn't think of me. What? He didn't think of me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Brett has in his own fucking world over there. Beer pee, beer pee, beer pee. <laughs> Ooh, he's going to throw it at me like Stone Cold. The only way to fix that is to get him a catheter and he ain't peeing in my front room. <laughs> um, so I said, I was talking to him just a second. I said, picture uh, Jade Cargill uses the jackhammer as her finisher. Then, oh, I'm definitely out. <laughs> you were you not a Goldberg fan back in the day? No, I think she would just. I think at her size with the way the women, the size of the women in like, AEW, like when Scott she would Hall be came devast- out and fucking tased him. I was like, yes. <laughs> I think she would be devastated. And then I got the finger poke of doom, and I was really upset. And then they could call it something else because you called the jackhammer. Obviously, someone's gonna get mad about it. Billy Gunn does a tremendous jackhammer. He could show her how to do it. Rookie just, of the year, just the saying. Gun Club. The S boys, uh, technical wrestler. I, actually, of the year. no. My, my, do you want a legit rookie of the year for me? Sure. Hook. Eh, he ain't been around year. for the whole year. That's that this, this year, year too. Yeah, it's twenty twenty two. He had a few matches. He didn't do shit in twenty twenty one. I don't give shit. Send Hook behind the motherfucker. You put Hook up against Jay Cargill. Let's see who wins. <laughs> Jay Cargill. Probably. She's a little taller. I seen that picture of Hook with <laughs> I seen that picture of Hook with that girl's booty in his face, so I know what he's gonna sit down and let her go. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna tap out to that yeah, ass. He's gonna motorboat it. He's <laughs> he gonna tap out to that ass and I don't know man, any man rookie that of the year. I'm taking with Jade Cargill, man. That's a good one. What other rookie do you know? What other wrestler you know started in WWE? Ron Breaker. Nah, he fell off the second rope on his face, dog. <laughs> That That's, day when you guys talked me into watching... You watch shouldn't it. have seen it. It's been on TV. It should you, not be on TV right you, now. You, you told me to watch Halloween Havoc. I watched it, and the main event... Ron, made me Ron Brecker has a recognized world title. What I, does Jay Cargill have? That bitch show? Is no. NXT a recognized world title? Yes, it is. To who? What uh, other kind the, of... The wrestling on? observer that you're reading... <laughs> uh, let's see. Technical wrestling. What other the continent they've been on wrestling at? It ain't a world title. Europe. The NXT UK. Don't they have That's a, two different belts? They got their separate belt though, right? They've been on a U NXT UK show. As, was Walter ever NXT champion? No, but he on that, the UK show. You're jumping into the fucking indie mud show. <laughs> All right, what's next? Technical wrestler of the year, Brian Danielson. Okay, yeah, agreed. I can go with that. That was that was this year. He, he, did, he, he debuted at fucking. He had wrestled. He wrestled in WWE last in twenty twenty one also, and and, and he debuted the first week of September. Because remember, he AEW. had um, that fair, was it Roman Reigns that he had his last match with in WWE. He had one yeah. one last match in WWE you hear on hot, SmackDown. You want to hear a hot take? Tommaso Ciampa was technical wrestler of the year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> I could see that. He's had a lot of matches where. Just in general, if you ever went back and watched him, the, the him and I know you don't like Johnny Gargano, but like 
No, those guys are like hugely technical. When him and and Gargano were like the two top dudes in NXT, man, there were some matches that were fucking uh, out of this world. Which, speaking of Johnny Gargano, congratulations to him and Candice LeRae on uh, Baby Quill. (laughs) Yeah, looking like Guardians of the Galaxy and shit. Uh, His name is Quill. What do you expect? (laughs) I mean, you know, I've heard weirder names. Uh, High Flyer of the Year, Ray Phoenix. I mean, he lost his arm almost over it, so... Um, Brawler of the Year, John Moxley. I think we can all agree with that. I think High Flyer of the Year is like the Young Bucks. Flyer, not Flyers. You got to pick one. Matt. Is there there a Spot Monkey of the Year? Because that's definitely the Young Bucks every match now. Like, they don't even wrestle. Those are Brent's guys. They don't even fucking wrestle matches. They just do spots. Because they're injured. They've always done that, Brent. You just bought into the hype. They get injured putting on their rompers. They actually put on matches in fucking New Japan's bullshit. Uh, so did Hulk Hogan. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> Move of the year, Hangman Page's buckshot lariat. <laughs> Is it over the top of Bryce Rimsburg? Uh, I don't know, but when I seen um, uh, Bobby Fish do, is it the red arrow or whatever off the top rope? The Falcon Arrow. That's what it was. I thought, you know what? I'm going to say Orange Cassidy's kicks. Oh. Well, I, <laughs> uh, best I, weekly. I, I second. Best weekly show, Dynamite. Dynamite. Worst weekly show, Raw. Uh, show of the year, pay-per-view, uh, All Out, which was in September, the one me and Brent went to. Sorry, Dick, you didn't get to go. I was there. I synced it. Uh, worst show of the year WWE Survivor Series I agree with that as well I didn't see it I watched it on TV I seen it promotion of <laughs> did the I watch year. it actually that was when uh, The Rock had his uh, 25 oh, year yeah, anniversary and he did show up too up, yeah. but he could show up to the Super Bowl did I watch that he sent him a tweet though actually it was very memorable actually I don't... Nah, you might have at your house you didn't watch yeah. it here oh that's the night that I left and you guys watched it here huh yeah. no me and him watched SummerSlam oh See, you don't even know what show it is. You don't even know what the fuck I watched it because I because they said at SummerSlam that The Rock was going to be guaranteed. Yeah, me, the Rock was going to be at Russell or Survivor you, Series at SummerSlam that we me all, and him watched. We all, we all separately watched Survivor. So Series, I though. made sure to watch Survivor Series because The Rock was going to be there, and then he was he just tweeted. Ooh, Ronda Rousey out in the Oh, did you see that they edited her uh, face blast um, off of? She's background? also supposed to wrestle this match with one arm tied behind her back. She didn't decided not to. Um, um, practice the whole face slamming shit bit, yeah, and it looked really bad. Terrible. So they edited it out of SmackDown. That's good. That's bullshit. Should have. No, I need to hear that. This, this sucks, Chant. Um, you don't get to hear that stuff because <laughs> we were there live, and they just edit stuff out now. Promotion of the year AEW, w. worst promotion of the year WWE, gimmick of the year Roman Reigns. I don't think that's how is Roman a gimmick. That's that's it. I feel like that's off. Orange um, Cassidy, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, that's not a gimmick. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, if we were talking gimmick, Orange Swoggle, I, I can say, say names too. Dude, no, 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 Matt Cardona. I'm, that's not a gimmick. He, Fuck if it ain't. He does. He's switching just, it completely up. He just goes out. Turn the wrestling world on its end. He just goes out and fucking does. Comes out to other wrestlers' interests. He so it's eloquently a, takes everything yeah, you know Eugene of wrestling to, and turns yeah, it on actually, his head. Actually, he does. Eugene <laughs> used to do that shit. Like, there's been a thousand wrestlers that have come out to other dudes' entrances, and he does that on the indie shows just to piss people off. Uh, yeah, but he, like, calls himself the fucking universal. That's not a gimmick. A gimmick uh, is like The Fiend. No, his whole gimmick is that they he's took the, all the words that they used from the last ten years and flipped it against them, like uh, saying that WWE, he future endeavored WWE and that 
they were his training eh, being territory. It's being sticky. That's Gim- gimmicky. Gimmicks like fucking the fiend, a fucking character of some sort. That's also a gimmick. Uh, the fucking gobbledygooker. Uh, I don't see fucking Roman Reigns as being the gimmick. Luchasaurus. If that was the case, you'd have to say the bloodline is the gimmick Three of way. the year, right? The bloodline storyline <laughs> would be the gimmick of the year, not Roman that's Reigns. That's all of them kind of being real. I don't know. I, I think, think Charlotte Flair. Flair. If that's the case, Charlotte Flair is the gimmick of the year. Of course, she's a gimmick. She's her father's gimmick. Uh, worst gimmick. <laughs> worst gimmick of the year. Alexa Bliss. Now, I wouldn't yeah, say Alexa Bliss cool. is the worst gimmick. The storyline that they have her in, the character that they have her hey, as, she, is, what's it called? She sells it. The character that they have her as, what's it called? Something different. Ain't Alexa Bliss. It's called uh, what's her name? The doll thing that she becomes or whatever when she's evil. Don't act like you don't know. You watch Lit- shit. Lily. Yeah. That's, Lit- that's <laughs> the gimmick. Lily died at SummerSlam. That's the gimmick that's bad. They did this she with Steve Austin day, and right? Vince McMahon and Dude that's Love. That's a new Lily doll. This is Stone Cold with Vince McMahon, Dude Love classic. Fucking well, WWF. She's got to have one arm tied behind her back because Sony Deville's injured. WWF over the edge. Kick her in the face. And Vince, he ch- never mind. I'm just fucking, I can't with these motherfuckers anymore. All right. What else? Uh, <laughs> best interviews of the year, MJF. I think we all knew that, yeah, though. Yeah. Best announcer of the year, Excalibur. Excalibur. He won. And we'll be, we'll be right back. Um, you Uncle, won't miss a minute of the action with um, picture in picture. Uncle Dave, Top rope, Suicida. Uncle Dave's announcer of the year is. It's Tope Suicida. Excalibur. I don't give a fuck what it is, Brent. I wish he would go the fuck away. Swanton Atomico. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my announcer of the year is Wade Barrett. Fucking fuck Pat McAfee. Nah, Wade Barrett. Pat Wade, Wade Barrett by a mile, man. Pat He's the McAfee. greatest announcer. He needs to be on the main roster. Greatest announcing moment of the entire year. Fucking JR. Hammer fists. <laughs> Hammer fists. That's how we that was our very first episode. <laughs> Worst announcer of the year, Corey Graves. Fuck. Agreed. And every, no. What's every, that? No, there's some other motherfuckers I don't even know their name that sit next to Corey Graves. Oh, uh, what's it, the fucking Byron Saxton? Sherman? No, Byron. Yeah, no, no Byron. Nope, nope, it's not. Bi- it's not Byron Saxton. It's fucking. It's fucking Corey Graves. Who's no, no? Who's the other motherfucker? No, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith from yeah, the UFC world. He um, he's so much no, better no. than Ad or Adnan Verk. I remembered his name. Wow. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't like fucking. Back on the MLB now. I, I don't like fucking. Uh, what's his name? I'm going to say D'Lo because he got fired from Impact or whatever. He ain't on the announce team no more. I didn't say he got fired. We just hadn't seen him for a while. That's what I'm saying. He must be doing something wrong. That's what I'm saying. No, Maybe he's just back to being an agent n- again because you don't well, like no, it's <laughs> After he got put through that table by uh, Honor No More, now it's uh, the dude from Ring of Honor and... Uh, Tom Hannafin. Maybe he's getting back in ring shape to go on his fucking farewell tour. Maybe Tony Khan. <laughs> maybe he's gonna get be signed to Tony Khan All Elite. And he'll do the new fucking come uh, out with his chest protector on. Dude, he'll do the new fucking uh, nation group. Come out. Woo! You think you better AEW. recognize throwing his head all back and he's, forth? He's the real leader of. Maybe uh, he'll tell a referee Biggie they honor no more. Then he'll be fucking Biggie's manager. Maybe. Oh fuck. Maybe they'll, <laughs> maybe he'll maybe he'll tell a referee they suck and they'll quit. <laughs> 40 ounce put uh, him down best non-wrestler of the year paul Heyman. yeah i agree booker of the year tony, tony Khan. Khan. tk promoter of the year scott tony Khan. promoter of the year tony Khan. we're going with scott Demore. dude honestly scott Demore booker tony Khan that's, promoter yes well, that's what i'm saying scott Demore is the booker i didn't even hear a fucking promoter 
I don't know what the difference is, actually. This one I think he made Tony up Khan on the... just goes on a lot of media and fucking hype shit. This up. one I think he made up on the hip because it just sounds like it is. Most disgusting promotional tactic of the year. WWE firing talent during a pandemic while they were setting profit records. That's a made-up one, right, for this, this year. It's got to be. Yeah. Because if he doesn't have a most disgusting promotional tactic of the year next year, I'm going to call into Dave and question Dave's fucking words really heavily. I, you're not questioning Dave's words now? <laughs> yeah. This is the opinion of is fucking there, 400 other there, fucking nerds. Is there, their is, there, is, there a, is there a boner of the year, 9.5, still got wood? Book of the year, Mox by John Moxley. <laughs> Best documentary of the year, Dark Side of the Ring. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. The only documentary we've had this year, actually, uh, a a and a I guess a and e's was two thousand twenty. So rumor uh, rumor roundup though uh, moment. Fucking peacocks getting ready to do release a Teddy Hart. You do realize we're still in the rumor roll up round, oh, are we? Yeah. yeah, Peacock is getting a uh, Teddy Hart do- documentary by the end of twenty twenty two. They're oh, producing one. Interesting. Uh, Vince McMahon's telling motherfuckers not to participate in it and shit because it's focusing on. Uh, Teddy Hart's negative relationships that's gotten him to it's where he's now. Well, you put a fucking seventeen-year-old on the road with no fucking <laughs> supervision, shitloads of money, and free hotels. A motherfucker that likes cats as much as he does. Well, fucking Canadian and, gangsters. And only that. And it's a time in WWE where there's a was shitload he, was of he drugs. Part of the cigarettes. No, not no, was other was coast. He, was he smoking the real cigarettes? No, nah, they just other coast. Even Bruce Pritchard's on his podcast said <laughs> we should have took better care of Teddy, and they didn't. Give no, a seventeen-year-old a fuckload of money and a free road and a bunch of drugs, and, and then MTV's and... like, "Hey, we'll give you a fuckload of money too." And then, <laughs> you know, just stupid. I feel bad for that guy. As, as he could have had the greatest career ever, and you know, anyway. <laughs> There's a light behind you if you need to turn it on. You just got to pull the cord. What cord? Right there, bro. It's right in front of you. It's <laughs> the inside big... the thing. It's a tower. Right in there. There you go. It's a tower. Dude, when you've been drinking since 9 o'clock in the morning? It's very modern at my house, Brent. I was going to say, like, I don't give Brent too much shit because that is the weirdest looking fucking lamp I ever seen in my life. It's modern, homie. <laughs> it's modern. It's square. Oh, that's, a, that's a lamp. It's got a fucking F-15 on it. Well, that's a toy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's the geode? Uh, that's a light as well. You can turn that light on and it, uh, it's supposed to like make the, I know it keeps the aura in here better and shit, bro. Oh, well, you probably taste like beer or something, man. Jesus. You it's because I pay attention to her and pet her. How much food did you eat today and drop on yourself? Like three bowls of chili. <laughs> oh, there you go, Ooh, my I'm man. I'm having chili for dinner. Give my dog the shits. Is it the canned stuff that you don't believe in? No, no, no. No, no, We no. don't do that shit. No. I don't even know. I don't understand the difference. <laughs> the All right. canned stuff you don't believe in. I didn't know what I had to stop and ask Brent what the differences were because it One's pissed a, me off there in two different aisles. Like, like Chili Man's, a pre-made chili that comes in a can. It doesn't even compute. Doesn't even compute. You Pre-made know, chili? You know what would make this match better? Chili if, takes if all day to make. Ronda was in a, can. a biker outfit. Would make this better. What do you mean chili takes all fucking day to make? It takes 20 minutes and then you just let it simmer for the rest of the day. <laughs> I really didn't want to see Ronda and Charlotte at WrestleMania. It makes me sad that I have to go through that. All right. It's time for the Indie Mud Show report. And now. The Indie Mud Show Report. This is going to be real quick because it's going to be. Because there's only one thing to talk about. It's going to be a quick game and I got to get home for lunch. <laughs> so, uh, okay. New Japan Pro Wrestling. We got, oh. we got two things. Minoru Suzuki has been announced for uh, the Chicago show, the Windy City Riots. 
And then also we have a brand new IWGP United States champion in Sonata. Uh, going on. I know who Minoru Suzuki is. I even pulled it out of my ass earlier. Matt Cardona is the brand new NWA heavyweight champion. He beat uh, Trevor Murdoch. He was on the radio and he said, "He said you can't have a champ." He said Trevor Murdoch can't be champion. He doesn't even have a social media, <laughs> he, and he doesn't. So he, he's not he's not a, a social media person. He goes, "I'm not trying to badmouth him." He goes, "But how can you promote a company and how can you promote yourself as a champion and you don't even have social media?" It's like that doesn't work, bro. It's 2022. They need a champion who's a social media champion as well. And one on this whole tiered about how he's going to be because the one who when gets, you look at him, he's like the first guy that. Since, like, fucking Dusty Rose has held the NWA championship. He, he, it was just so funny because he's like, come on, man. He's like, really, NWA? Like, who's watching them right now? He's like, nobody. But everybody's going to be watching them now because I'm Matt Cordona and I'm their NWA champion. Which like, was already. He's like, I bring, I, I can't remember what the word was he used, but he said, I bring whatever with me to da-da-da to because I was in WWE and I did this and I did that and, ball, you know, just hamming it up. And he's like, he's like, they don't even have entrances. He's like, I'm the only one that had music or some shit like that. <laughs> Which it's already been announced his first. First title defense is against Nick Aldis at the next. Uh, yeah, he bad mouthed him too. He's show. like, and him, he's like, he's got to come in and ruin someone's glory, right? You can't win the title. And he's like, he can't even stay out of the way while someone's holding the belt or whatever as a champ. He's like, he, he's like, he thinks he needs to be champion every time someone wins the belt. He thinks he needs to I be bet he beats. I bet he beats him for it. He might. I don't think that Matt Cornell is going to stay in one place for very long. He's going to bounce Nick around. Aldis ain't never got a WWE shot neither. I think he should. No. And then moving on to GCW. He's got a big head. That's why. Moving on, GCW, they're running a double show this weekend in uh, Atlantic City. Uh, you got you got Gage and Tremont defending the tag team sh- championships. Uh, you also have the debut of Lince Dorado, who is now known as Mascara Dorado. Yeah. It's because w- WWE will sue him if he uses fucking oh, shit. the other one. All right, moving on to NXT. Uh just announced this morning, Roxy, former ROH Women's Champion, has officially signed with NXT 2.0. So we will uh, run down Vengeance Day. First match, you had uh, Pete Dunn and Tony D'Angelo in a weaponized cage match. <laughs> weaponized cage That's match. That's probably a good match. It was. They just, had, <coughs> they just had trash cans and tables and shit all hanging around the ring and crowbar, fucking uh, badminton paddle and shit like that pete dunn wa- <laughs> badminton paddle and shit like that <laughs> sounds so hardcore man you know what they should have done pete- they should have done the triple cage and had a guitar room at the top <laughs> pete pete dunn walked out victorious how did triple h never think of the fucking triple cage match no one's even clap okay never mind they started to for two or three people that's because they're in saudi arabia i mean some people care look five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen oh, oh the there's here. a sign stone cold podcast sign uh you had the nxt tag teams women's championships on the line toxic toxic attraction taking on indy hartwell and persia parada they retained right yeah the women the champs retained that's what i said was gonna happen uh you had MSK and the Creed Brothers in the final of the Dusty Cup. Yeah, the Creed Brothers, victorious. Brand- I, I said that was going to happen too, didn't I? I don't even know who the Creed Brothers are. Diamond Mind. Me- oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Brutus and uh, I think it's Apollo Creed. 
or no, it's no, not Apollo Creed. No, no, my bad. Someone could get sued <laughs> for that one, but well, no, it's Julius and Brutus Creed. Uh, it's pretty bad when WWE's names are so confusing that you get them confused with actual Hollywood movies now. <laughs> and it's not like the first time that shit's happened either, by the way. You have the North American title on the line. Carmelo Hayes taking on Cameron Grimes. Actually, probably the match of the night. But, of course, the A-champ, Carmelo Hayes, is still the champ. I said Cameron Grimes ain't one of them. I know you're high on Carmelo Hayes. I don't like him at all. I don't like either of them. No, don't like I just know that Cameron Grimes is not going to win a title in WWE ever. <laughs> Vince McMahon don't like Southern accents, bro. Dude's he likes lose. him. He's like his pet project. Yeah, he's going to lose forever. That's I don't know it. how you can consider North Carolina part of the fucking South. He's going to be because he's got that tw- he's got that Southern accent. Vince Were they don't in like the South Southern accents. War? It's not that he's they, from the they south. They were because it's right under goddamn Virginia. It's not that he's from the south. It's that he sounds so southern in his accent. Everyone knows to the moon, right? And he doesn't like that shit. It pisses him the fuck off, straight off. Yeah, but he also put Jr. on TV for a decade. All he'll do is make him a huge heel. It's more than a decade, he'd make him a huge heel that never wins. Is what he'll not do really. with Cameron Grimes. Ninety-five to like two thousand five. He was on. Jr. was a, a like he's a backstage announcer too. You got after that. I mean, he was a backstage announcer too for for a while he he was solid until about 2010 he's the voice of professional wrestling right because he was gone and then he came back or whatever he's been off and on for a while every time his bell's palsy well they fired him because he got palsy and then he came back i've seen him fired on live tv i can't even tell you how many they did it for storyline a few times and kept him off for a couple weeks and brought him back or a month or two and brought him back uh but the only time i really remember him being gone gone for a huge stretch was when he got palsy and then when they actually got rid of him, got rid of him completely. Um, after the they went on that tour, and Ric Flair got drunk. It wasn't or the tour. That was the fucking pr- uh, the, the, the video game. No, no it, was it was the video, video game, game press uh, jacket, and Ric uh, Flair and, showed up wasted. And, and then he was Jr. For I just heard Ric Flair and wasted with Jr. So other than that, dude, right. that, and and you know storyline wise, they had Stone Cold beat him up once. They had fucking Shamrock beat him. Up. Vince McMahon, beat, you know, he got beat up by people. It's Triple H broke his arm on live TV one time, snapped his arm and shit. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, but other than that, man, like, I would say it's pretty close to a decade, at least. Uh, one of my main highlights of NXT this week, you had a Gunter come out to the ring, saying that he's going to be watching the uh, championship match real closely. Then you had a little Gunter Ouse. Stark, fucking Nazi nah, warboat just, captain. Just Gunter. <laughs> okay. Then you had little, how many medals does he have? I don't know. How have, many U boats has he shot down? 20, I like Gunther more than Walter because Walter 22. sounded like he yelled at me. How many planes? How many planes did you shot out? I had an guy. uncle Walter. Uh, I heard that he got rid of the rest of Imperium, dispatched them because they suck and they can't do no fucking good he work. He came out to the ring with Imperium. Okay, so they're still together then. But yes. he's being abusive towards them. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, Little Loose came out, the champ of the Isles. That's not his name. Solo Sequoia. Right. He's not a new soul. He's, still, a, he's a sequoia, hey, and he's no. solo, which means he's all by himself. Uh, no, whenever all he comes to the ring, myself. when he comes to the ring, and the entire crowd's going ooze, 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 and they make it on the TV, they lo- they wanted to make sure you know who it is. He looks just like him. What do you mean? He's sequoia solo, bro. He's not a new so. Solo. I don't know sequoia. what the fuck a sequoia no, is. Other is just than sequoia much, cinnamon ice. That uso name. Pretty sure sequoia is a tree, ain't it? It used to be a Chewbacker back in the day, Sequoia Cinnamonite. The uh, the Uso name will it hold him. fiberglass in it. The, Catch your lip. The Uso, name, the Uso name will only hold him back. Just no as, way. Just like Stoner. He's going to be the next member of your shirt. Just like Steiner would hold Braun Breaker back. 
You know what I'm saying? He acknowledges who his dad and uncle are. But the name would hold him back, though. He uh, wanted that name. Right. That they got. Right, right. But uh, that's what he called him. If they contracted college. me to say I wanted that name, I would, too. You're going to get this much money to say that name every time you say it. We're you gonna... can't start to talk and then just tell us to keep talking about something. Just well, fucking argue. Move on. There's no argument. <laughs> I'm just saying. it's You know what I mean? It's bullshit. And it's sad. We want you to stand out on your own, pal. Because we already got Usos and we already got a Roman Reigns. Nah, he just started, dog. Like, he has to be something else because he just started. He shouldn't be on TV at all. He ain't going like, to be Sequoia, so, or he'll be Sequoia, whatever the fuck, when he comes up to the main roster, no, too. No, he ain't going to be on the main roster for four or five years. I bet it'll be sooner than that. The way things are going, I bet you it'll be sooner than that. Especially if Roman Reigns stays in charge, you're going to need more people to come up. I don't up know if he's had an actual match yet. He's had a bunch of matches on there. I've watched him Sequoia have a match. Sequoia Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've, had him watch, I've watched him have two matches. They weren't very long. They're kind of trying to hook him a little bit. Where people get in the ring and he just destroys them real quick. But the only problem is, like, Hook's doing a better job of it. You really don't like Mad Cat Moss? I don't like either of them. And they look like idiots. And they sound like idiots. (laughs) And they talk like idiots. I don't like any of them. Dude, Mad Cat Moss wrestles like a fucking champ, though. They wrestle like idiots. They'll never be champs, either of them. Especially him. Look at him. He thinks he's the greatest shit in the world. Watch him in the ring. He is. No, he's not. He looks like a dick. The suspenders are retarded, but... His whole gimmick's... He's like, can't even wrestle. He looks like a fucking half-robot in the ring. All right, moving back to NXT. His arms don't look like they lift up above his head. He looks like one of them toys that you would buy where the arms and the legs don't move and all you can do is turn the fucking waist. He just proved to you that his arms don't move above his head. Right. (laughs) But uh, moving back to NXT 2.0. He pushed it forward, not up. He went up forward, not fucking just straight up. I know you're not familiar with power, but... That's what it looks like. Up forward is power. <laughs> that right there. No, up but, forward, bro. No, but up. up. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, like he's getting ready to go swing on the monkey bars. Pretty sure up, up, B, some kind of special punch in Mortal Kombat. Ridiculous. Back, back, B, does a scorpion thing. Fucker come out here. Oh, yeah, with I know that. Lock this monster sword in back and back. Right. Still has a sword. Fuck yeah. yeah. Jam it into the ground, homie. Don't, Fuck it up a little bit when that. you do it. Don't do that. Titty bump, titty bump. Hurrah to the sword. <laughs> We've all fucking seen Drew McIntyre before. Let's go back to NXT 2.0. <laughs> you, you all right over there? All right. Actually, okay. So, so, pretty sure next week we get Solo, Sequoia, and fucking Gunther in a uh, number one contenders match. Oh, shit. Uh, and then the night ended, NXT championship match. Braun Breaker taking on Eskis. Or, why the fuck can I say Santos? Santos Escobar. <laughs> Esco Santa Bar. <laughs> At least I didn't say the other thing. Since <laughs> that joke, nobody's not nobody's like got nobody's gonna know. It's like him saying Tito and Santana. <laughs> That's just, wait, those are two different people. <laughs> <laughs> he did that shit again last week. But uh <clears throat> I know I call him Tito and Ortiz. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Uh, Braun Breaker retains the NXT championship. Uh, Dolph Ziggler (laughs) got involved in the match, super kicked. Breaker? Yeah. And then he got outside the ring and did like a one, two, three thing with his back turned, didn't get the three. Then Champ came out and they brawled up to the fucking stage. And then I thought Dolph Ziggler the main roster. Dolph Ziggler, the OG of fucking Dolph Ziggler, wants WWE keeping a motherfucker down I he, thought, want, he wants that nxt world title i thought that the uh, champ they re-debuted him on the main roster because they put out the thing that said welcome to the main roster tommaso Ciampa." 
They're going both directions. They're going to let it roll out. They should just make it all one giant show together and call NXT Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> Tuesday Night Heat, motherfucker. Whatever. And then just have, you know what I mean? Don't be getting rid of my fucking... Chompa needs the gray back in his don't, beard. Don't, don't be getting rid of my NXT 2.0. It's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> he looked more manly with the gray in his beard. His, also, his brown also, beard is not, not natural looking colors. And everybody knows he was gray as fuck. And nobody knows that when I say a Tommaso Ciampa looking motherfucker no more. He just chased him away. And the other guy. The thing is, Tommaso Ciampa is the same age as Zebra. A guy in underwear well, was chasing him. I mean, if I could grow it that long, it'd probably be great too. By the way, this match is false count. It is a good ass beard, though. I got to give him that because I could. My, even was. if I had like a wasteland beard like he does. It would even it would still be like shitty looking compared to that. <laughs> and then moving on, we also had the uh, debut this week of NXT Level Up. The cancel two hundred five live. Well, yeah, yep. Is it the same show? Just it's the NXT? same show rebranded. I think it's just Peacock pays them for an hour of TV, so they got to put on something. Well, they're trying to they're trying to uh, and they have help. a brand new. Uh, sorry, no, you're good. Tell me they got a new championship. I didn't fucking watch it. I was already asleep by that time last night. I was just going to say, I think it's their way of trying to compete with well, they, uh, Rampage. I was going to say, know. they have a brand new ring announcer. Her, uh, I'm pretty sure her first name's Kelly something. I don't, well, no, it's not. Her, her first name, name is Kelly. Kelly, and she has a last name. I don't remember what it is, but that's why I was saying Kelly something. But it's a. Uh, is it Kelly Kelly? No. It's uh, actually Quinn McKay from. ROH. She was the color commentator by herself for the last few years. During the pandemic and shit? Yeah. She also wrestled with in no the, crowd. She also wrestled in the ROH women's championships. I think it'd be hard so. to do is be a commentator by yourself. You'll talk be able, I don't know, it'd be hard to do. Well yeah. Joey Styles did it. Like the last few years that I've watched it, she's done it by herself. Huh. Like what? like she does all the segment commentary, and then during the match they had two other guys doing the actual ring commentary. They so. uh, the ECW always sounded weird. I thought one one commentator, Joey yeah. was fucking over the top. Yeah, I liked when he had Taz on there with him for a while, but then it just by himself he was. I like when he came out and led the truth bomb on WWE. <laughs> Do you get to see that at all? Yeah, I've pretty much seen everything almost ECW. No, when he was when Joey Styles came to WWE, even as the fucking lead announcer on Raw, replaced Jr. When the fuck did that happen? Two thousand six or seven. I told you, I told you, I watched it like two thousand two. So no, so about a year, almost two that years. That happened. Right? Yeah, I watched. I, mean, I watched for a while, but they I watched took him the off rebrand of, of ECW though. They took him off of WrestleMania and told him that he wasn't good enough to be on WrestleMania or whatever. And then uh, the next week, he was supposed to be on No Mercy and. Uh, they're like, oh, I took him off that, and he came out. He like he was the original pipe bomb. You definitely need to look that up. Yeah, he came out and fucking cut a promo and quit and shit. And then the only <gasps> Jesus fucking Christ, he just dropped him on his goddamn head. <laughs> Watch. Yeah, that, actually, there's a. Oh, that ain't good thing. There was actually a tweet about that that I just saw before the show started. That ain't what you're saying. That ain't, how, that ain't a bitch. Not how you, yeah, get him out of there. He's hurt, man. Mad, madcap's not doing well. Jesus, you don't drop somebody on their head. like and That then, was a bad bump, bro. Look, he had like, no, don't hurt my friend for a minute, man. He's got to take a breather after that. Well, they got to do something, so he's going to chase him around. How does that dude survive? That's like a... Oh, dude, you need to sit down. Yeah, your back's probably broken. Wouldn't it be weird if he just never walked again after that? <laughs> right, and then the only other thing we got on the Indie Mud Show report... We got Impact 
which uh anything happened there actually, besides actually, josh alexander going home um that was last week took his ball and went home no his, uh, his visa no, expired this, just uh and this, he said impact ain't paying me enough for this shit just his visa expired pulled the old danny glover i'm getting too old for this shit I'm no, going tonight, home until someone pays me more no, cash. tonight tonight in an hour is no no surrender so a impact plus pay-per-view Main event, Moose and Morrissey for the title. You got Mickey James taking on Tasha Steeles for the Knockouts Championship. You got the Good Brothers and Gorillas of Destiny for the tag team titles. Uh, Jordan Grace and Matt Cordona rematch for the Digital Media Championship. Uh, you have Jay White taking on Eric Young. You have the Honor No More versus Team Impact. Who's on Team Impact? Rhino. Uh, Steve Macklin, Rich Swan, Chris Saban, and um, Eddie Edwards. The whole thing don't mean shit unless uh, fucking Rhino puts over PCO. I feel like ROH is going to win because fucking somebody from Impact is going to come out and cause. Well, PCO's already signed to. There's a bunch to of Impact, Impact that so. signed out. When the shit ended, that's why. I'm so wondering. like, like whether Team No More or Honor No More wins or not, PCO is already part of Impact. So, yeah, I, I ROH gave away all their fucking. I don't know. Like even Josh Grafishin and Bandito ain't under contract. No. Uh, then you got uh, Jonah and Black Tarus. <clears throat> you now what have the fuck is a Black Tarus? Lucha Libre fucking Minotaur dude. <laughs> part of part of Team Decay. Uh, now also added, you have a number one contenders match for the Impact X Division title. I know it's Mike Bailey's in the match. I think it's Chris Bay. Uh, is Chris Bay the other? Is he a Bullet Club dude? Yeah, yeah. He's the one that Jay My, White fucking made a came when he came to Impact. He made him a fucking part of the Bullet Club or whatever. But it's Chris Bay. Mike Bailey, which is the guy that you guys keep laughing at because his nickname is Speedball. Uh, Laredo Kid, I think, is in it. And Ace Austin. He just dropped him on his head and now he's going to let him throw him off the top rope? I would never trust this motherfucker again. Uh, then, I think that was also, fault not taking the bump right, though. I don't know, bro. That was... Then also there's an open challenge that Deanna Peraza put out. For either the ROH or the AAA championship, so we'll see who shows up. Rumor is Taya Valkyrie. Who was she in? She was some. She just got let go from NXT, right? She was Frankie Monet. Yeah, she's Johnny Drip Drip's wife. Right. And then a few. Where's Johnny Drip Drip been? Actually, not, I was about. To, actually, day. I was about to get to that. Makes his debut tonight in AAA. Rhea Diaz. He's going up against uh-huh. Vikingo for the AAA Heavyweight Championship. Not really a debut. Is he like Johnny Mundo? No. More like a re-debut. He's Johnny Hannigan. Hmm. That's his real name. Right. But it's more like a re-debut, right? Because he's been there before. Yeah, he's been there before. <clears throat> when he was on uh, Lucha Underground and shit, I thought that was pretty neat. It was Johnny Mundo. Right. But that's where he is tonight. Hmm. But but the him. other the other thing is that how they're thinking is Taya Valkyrie. Yo, not, hold on a minute. It might not be hold her. Hold on, time out. Okay. They're in Saudi Arabia and he just tried to cut somebody's head off with a sword. End of story. 
<laughs> you can't you can't do that? I think innuendos are a huge thing. They don't cut people off with swords, dude. They hit, fucking stone them. They behead people over there, homie. No, dog. They fucking... They still behead people over there. He didn't try to cut his head off. He's the game the claim. He just tried to cut this motherfucker's head off with oh, that sword, he and he ducked under it and jumped out of the ring. Oh, he they swung, definitely still oh, chop he swung people. it at Corbin? They stone mm-hmm. women to death over there, but they definitely cut off people's heads, especially infidels and fucking traitors and shit. <laughs> especially infidels. Don't we got to pause this shit again? <laughs> I'm just saying innuendos. WWE and their bullshit. Saying shit without saying it. I think you watch too much Aladdin. What? I ain't no head chopping in Aladdin. I know, that's what I'm trying to tell you. But if you steal shit, watch. but if you steal shit, they cut your hand off. Not with the sword that looks like that. That's Miss McMahon's sword. <laughs> no, that's bigger than that. All right, now it's time for the. Uh, I guess it's the main course of our show. So uh, I know you don't like the name. We'll figure it out next week. Or <laughs> you think about it all week, but this week is the main course because that's what we got. So we'll be right back right after this. I, I don't know, man. Like the only thing I, I really don't like about it is like you know clicking the link, and and coming to where our show's at, and we can't even like it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So. I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that. Jeez, you're idiots. And now, for the main course. Hey everybody, welcome back to High Spots and Kickouts. Uh, It's time for the main course. We're going to start with WWE this week because I feel like AEW was so much better. So uh, <laughs> we're going to the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. I tried to watch Raw, but I watched the first segment and then turned it off. So you got to watch all the guys for the Elimination Chamber bullshit? Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't, really don't even remember what happened, to be honest with the you. The booking on it's just so uh, bad, it's hard to watch. Brock, Brock F5's uh, yeah, Austin Theory and then takes a selfie with him in his cowboy hat. Yeah, that was, uh, I've seen, yeah, uh, seen the selfie. They, it was, it was they had a picture of WWE did the next morning. They posted a Brock Lesnar's phone with Austin Theory's face being like, Bleh. They had something funny they said on it, too. I don't remember what it was, though. It was the actual picture or whatever. That face you make when yeah. something. Uh, you had a U.S championship match damian priest and aj styles champion retains there's a match between rollins and orton rollins wins uh champion shows up with the stuff that's been happening with uh him and ziggler during the dirty dogs match he's gonna get a pirate gimmick and be brown beard champa you had uh one of clint's favorite segments you had lita and becky lynch doing a contract signing Maybe uh, Vince will try to do that, like the Paul Burchill thing, but he'll use Chompa instead. <laughs> yeah, and call him Brownbeard. And uh, then you had uh, Alexa Bliss <laughs> announced as the uh, sixth participant in the Elimination Chamber. She's cured from the whole uh, 
Lily thing. As much as Vince likes gladiators, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Ciampa show up as fucking the fucking ghost of Sparta and shit, and they somehow fucking get involved with the goddamn God of War game coming out in the next six months and fucking... I mean, he's he's done God of War a few times. Yeah, so. he was the blue God of War or whatever that one year for Halloween. It was this year at Halloween Havoc okay, against, Bre- against Breaker. That you keep talking about him slipping off the middle turnbuckle. Yeah, I won't let anybody ever forget that. All right. <laughs> Everyone just talked about how great he is, and I need to see it, and I've seen him fuck up. Okay. I still like Breaker. I think he stinks. I don't know. I haven't been around him enough to smell him. I haven't watched it at all yet. I haven't seen nothing of him besides the falling off the road. not impressed yet. <laughs> not impressed yet. I've seen a couple things, and I don't really see it. I mean, I see what WWE's trying to do with it. <laughs> and he doesn't look like he's injuring guys, which is a good thing, but I don't know, man. I think he's just going to be a, a Steiner without a Steiner. <laughs> and what's a Steiner without a Steiner? Uh, I'm not even trying to get into that math. One, thir- <laughs> 33 and a half plus 4.69, <laughs> maybe times zero. So uh, That's not a clothesline. Not of Samoa Joe, though, was there. Like, that's not a clothesline. It's not a clothesline when he does it. It's a Steiner line. <laughs> All right, moving on. That's to not Smack. a Hurricane Rana. That's a Frankensteiner. I've I never knew it as a Hurricane Rana before. That shit blew my mind when I switched to WWE and they were calling it a Hurricane Rana. Like, what the fuck is a Hurricane Rana? Oh, it's you, a, that's a Frankensteiner. You, you want to change the name of the uh, main course to the the weekly Hurricane Rana? <laughs> weekly Frankensteiner. A Hurricane Rana high spot. I'll show you my Frankensteiner. <laughs> Should have turned it to the top rope just suicida. Tip, just for a little bit, just to see how it feels, though. Let's turn it to the top rope suicida. <laughs> so, so the Cuffords original name that we thought about was in just the tip. <laughs> or, the, <laughs> or, or the Dirty Gerties. Uh, All right, moving on to SmackDown. How about a fucking uh, pin for the win? Ooh, alliteration. Mm. That's what I do, son. No, that's not alliteration. No, <laughs> that's just rhyming. Yeah, alliteration has it all start with the same letters. Fuck off, Brent. Okay. <laughs> you can't let people sound smart ever, can you, smart kid? <laughs> Look at you with your glasses on. <laughs> That's because I can't see without them, asshole. <laughs> this is like third grade. <laughs> so if I fight, Brent, I just have to knock his glasses off and he's done for. <laughs> we'll see where I'm coming from. I can see blurs. I'm not blonde. I'd be like when motherfuckers are trying to fight Batman and you're like, what are you? And I'm going to be like, I'm Batman. I and you're going to turn around. Where are you at? And I'm going to go, I'm right here. <laughs> right where? <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you make yourself big so I can see you. All right, moving to SmackDown. like a spider monkey. Moving to SmackDown. I had my Mountain Dews chip. <laughs> you gonna let him talk to me like that? Yeah, I am. They're winners. <laughs> All right. You had uh, the face-off between Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Uh, Sami Zayn is the new Intercontinental Champion, and then we got another great segment of uh, contract signing: Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville taking on Naomi and uh, Ronda Rousey at Elimination Chamber. That's pretty much what happened at uh, SmackDown. So, quick rundown, because next week we'll get into depth on uh, Elimination Chamber. <laughs> you have uh, the six-man Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Lashley, Lesnar, Rollins, Styles, Riddle, and Theory. You have Roman Reigns taking on Goldberg for the the Universal title. 
Yeah, the women's championship, or not championship, but number one contender match. Winner takes on the Raw champion. You got uh, Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan. And now, as we know, it's Alexa Bliss. Uh, you have Becky Lynch taking on Lita for the Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> she looks tired right now, too, by the way. <laughs> it's only been maybe six minutes. You have the Usos taking on the Viking Raiders for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. You got Madcap Moss and McIntyre in a uh, Falls Count Anywhere match. You have Rey Mysterio taking on The Miz. And that's all the card that I know of, unless they added something that I don't know about. <laughs> like Cody Rhodes showing up. Well, yeah, I haven't we watched haven't seen him yet. Haven't watched it yet. That's what <laughs> happens when you put a premium live event at noon on a Saturday. <laughs> all I'm seeing is big time Bex having to sell hard for Lita who can't go no more. Remember that she couldn't go in the first place, but <laughs> but she's still pretty. She gets a lot of credit for throwing random Hurricane Rana's around. I'm sorry, yeah. Frankenstein's around. It's because her thong was hanging out in right. the 90s. Right. She was still pretty. <laughs> you can credit S.A. Rios' career coming to an end because of her. Um, if you believe the rumors, kind she of credit uh, slept Matt her way through the Mexican independent scene to get to learn how to wrestle and use his money. Matt Hardy's early singles career crushed and destroyed because of her and uh, Edge's <laughs> situation. It's the truth. He was on like a huge singles run while he was with Jeff because she was his manager and they were doing this thing on their own. And then as soon as she broke up with him and everyone found out she was with Edge, they like fired him like a week later. Well, he came on uh, Bite This and fucking redeemed yeah. himself and then yeah. some weird shit happened and then Edge won. Yep. <laughs> How about we move on to uh, AEW Dynamite? Career over. About fucking time. Which the show kicked off with uh, CM Punk sitting in the middle of the ring. <sighs> and he... Cut another good promo. It was, a, it was a bit of greatness. That's, I mean, yeah. that's... MJF, will you be my Valentine? <laughs> and then, so, leads to the dog collar match. Or yeah. whatever. Like, I am fucking excited about this. Right. Like, what do you right. say? Your shitty spray tan won't lead to the good amount of blood of the Dude, we were talking body. about the whole fucking time how it's shitty the spray tan was and everything and... CM Punk just called. Listen, he left MJF speechless. He did. Like that is like it was well, just, just great. that. Just well, he found the picture of him as a child getting a fucking dude. Right? Angie didn't think that was real. I, I thought it was fake too. No, it actually is. It's a legit. Yeah, picture. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it a bunch of times it was before. That, but it was but, a bit of greatness. But the, man. but the best parts when he asked him, "Will you be my Valentine?" Because it's literally Piper in Portland. It's Roddy Roddy Piper taking on Greg the Hammer Valentine in a fucking dog match or dog collar match also cm punk's had a few dog collar matches one in particular is with raven and i think they're coming up on in roh and they're coming up on the uh the um i believe it's the uh, anniversary of that match and also in that match is the first time uh, cm punk ever drank beer by the way really? uh, at the end of that match because he's straight edge and raven was not obviously and that was kind of the premise of the match at is this the impact end, or tna roh so at the end of it um Tommy Dreamer comes out and helps Raven and they beat up CM Punk and tie him down and they poured beer down his throat. And that's the only, that's the first time he'd ever drank beer in his entire <laughs> life. And the only time. And I'm pretty sure it probably wasn't real beer. No, it was. Last good dog collar match I seen was Raven and fucking Perry Saturn, WCW, like Tom, 1990. Tommy Dreamer just told the story on the radio last week. He says Michelob. <clears throat> so he didn't even give him good beer. Like what kind of Michelob? He didn't. He just said Michelob. But like Michelob Ultra? He didn't go into details. You can call and ask. If Not back like. then. He's usually in there on Tuesdays. 
There was Michelob Ultra back then. Oh, I was thinking of the Ultra 55. It was like Raven uh, when he had the bleached hair and the dress and shit. <laughs> yeah. And like right after WWE. And the bad part when is he's having he the Clockwork this, Orange matches what's the best TNA. Dog, yeah, TNA kind of. What's the best dog collar match that you've seen going uh, back also, to Also, AEW's got a thing because for dog if, collar matches. Because the best one that we've seen recently is still Cody and Brody. I don't know about <laughs> that. Brody looked like he had lung problems. <laughs> Too soon? Um, I gotta edit that out. I think the best hashtag uh, death to the fucking uh, dark order too. Get them off the TV. Um, there's been a few dog collar matches. <laughs> Cody had a dog collar match with somebody else. I think after didn't they have another one here not too long ago? Him and uh, QT Marshall. Yeah, I thought they had another one too. Other than that, other than I uh, did Brody Lee have another dog collar match with somebody other than Cody as well. I thought there was another no, one. Bro, bro, or Brody's last match was against Cody. Yeah, I knew that, but I thought there was another dog collar match before that. But that's a classic thing, dog collar match or the leather strap match. It's the first one I've been excited about. I, mean, I think it's going to be really good. Shit. I don't care for matches like that most of the time, but I think they'll do a pretty good job with it. Just that usually hardcore wrestlers do a better takes, job with chains. It takes years off a career, and it's a lesson that you got to learn. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's on pay-per-view, so it's going to be a lot better than they can put on TV. I don't know about that, because they were supposed to have an exploding ring on pay-per-view, and I still didn't <laughs> see that shit yet. <laughs> There's some sparklers. They were shiny. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, I do it wasn't that blood will be spilled. It it wasn't it wasn't uh, Okada or not Okada. I think we will see a sub. Now you got me all fucked up. <laughs> what, what the hell is that dude's name? Gotta watch Suzuki Manor. The dude Jeff. No, <laughs> the, guy the only you, one I can. The name. guy that you keep mistaking for fucking uh, Shingo Kagagi. T- no. Takagi. <laughs> John Moxley's dude. Dino. No. What the f- <laughs> Onita. Oh. When Onita came back to the ring and actually literally fucking pulled Terry Funk out of it before the actual ring went <laughs> and caught on fire. The, right. the original exploding oh. death match. Right, but the ring actually caught on fire, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was supposed to be about the same thing, but they... And they actually were missing chunks out of their bodies and shit because the ring actually did explode. Right. Yeah. And they failed to do that in this one. <clears throat> yeah, I don't watch it. I seen it. The ring didn't even last. I seen it. Even if, like, the center of the ring had a fireball shooting me, through me the... Was that before we did our podcast? No. Yeah. I think so. I think it was me, you, and Zach sat here and watched yeah, it. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah our, before our, I first, you. our first podcast was like the first week of June. Yeah, so. it definitely was then. But uh, me, and, <clears throat> me, and Scotty, me and Scotty watched it together. We're both like, okay. That was like spring of that same year, though. June, no, it, was, it was May. Because there was people. It, it was like a week or two before our first podcast. There was people at the show, I remember. There's people? What people? It wasn't an empty. Do you know people? I don't know no people. It wasn't an empty arena. All right, moving on. Brian Danielson took on Lee Moriarty and taught him a lesson. She just does about the violence. violence. <laughs> yeah, he kicked his fucking head off. That's what you're supposed to do. That's why I said he was going to do. Did he? Is that so? He had the match and then called out John Moxley. John Moxley? Yep. And Mox came out and said, "Dude, I cut one of the best fucking promos of I the year again sleep so with far." People I don't bleed with or whatever. Yeah. Real cold, like I'm not saying yes, and I'm not saying, saying no. no. But I ain't teaming with nobody I haven't bled in this ring That's with. So I ain't teaming with someone I haven't bled with. So I'm guessing they're gonna fight, and then be, and then they're gonna. And then Cody, I'm so and, ready for and it. Then Cody's awesome. gonna show up. No. <laughs> you think? What if they're in the midst of a bloody battle and Cody shows up? and He's like, no. He said that uh, he no. said that they met a bunch of times on the indies, but and he's uh, like, he never got over. 
And he's like, it's not the way, boys. And then they're yeah, like this. Yeah, he told it. He, he told takes their so. hands and does this, and it's like the fucking mega powers. Cody ain't coming back to that shit. Cody's fucking Stardust, dog. No, nah, he's coming back, and he's going to take the fucking ladder match, bud. <laughs> Face of the revolution. But no, uh, John Mosley was telling the story that he's never actually beaten Brian Danielson. Cody. He, he's made beaten Daniel Bryan's. Or Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Daniel Bryanson. I don't think Daniel Bryanson. I don't think they wrestled in oh, WWE, yes. did they? Very powerful, very rich, very <laughs> I evil. I don't remember them wrestling yes. in WWE. I don't think they did. They had to have at some you point. Got, Shield versus Daniel Bryan in a three-way. You, you, I don't know. You, they, you, you have the Sammy Guevara that's got the two titles. They're very shiny. You give me one, I sell it. I, I, think no. they were, I think they were both on separate shows, and when they were on the same shows together, they had different storylines running, and they were both faces and heels at the same time to where they didn't... I don't think they ever wrestled each other. Well, yeah, either. Vince doesn't like heel versus heel. I don't see... I mean, I don't... Nothing jumps off, but he was talking about the indies anyway. They like Yeah, yeah, but when they got to WWE, I don't think they wrestled each other at all. I don't remember They had to have been in the same... As much as WWE fucking repeats shit and fucking... They're you, around at you the look same up, exact You look time it up on the Google machine. That's who'd have to because it's I worth a Google. If they did it, would have to have been in like, like they were on the same team. Maybe you probably got Dean Ambrose on fucking bookmark. But I don't <laughs> think I can't ever remember a match almost... jumping off the page of me at Dean Ambrose and and John Ma- or I mean, uh, yeah, I mean if Daniel it was, Bryan it wasn't great. WWE. Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. Actually, last night when you were watching a uh, uh, rampage. It was Jay White, 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 Jay White. I want you to remember his name. Hey, remember Jay White did Jay White, Jay White. Maybe Jay White did this. Yeah, there's. And also, you there's three of them from WWE, three different ones. You also had about singles matches, or is it like matches where singles matches October twenty first? Okay. You also they just announced May tenth, two thousand thirteen SmackDown, September 9th, two thousand sixteen for the Hall of Fame. Yep, it's been known. They announced it earlier than that. Well, yeah, but now they're actually uh, putting it on the premium live event with uh, Vince McMahon. They announced it on the the Facebook earlier this morning. But then they also had to make it a point about 10 times on that broadcast that uh, Jay White is the only man in New Japan Pro Wrestling to hold all four major titles, the Grand Slam of New Japan. Jay White, Jay White, Jay White, Jay White. And actually, that's not even physically possible anymore because (laughs) the Intercontinental title has been combined with the World Heavyweight Championship. So Jay White's the only person that will ever do it. Talking about New Japan? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm going to say, no, no. I'm pretty sure the Intercontinental title is still around in WWE. It did no, go away when, for uh, a little while, but it came back again. No, when Kota, when Kota Ibushi won the uh, world title and the Intercontinental title at Wrestle Kingdom 2020. No, twenty. it was 2021. Uh, he actually asked the company to combine the Intercontinental and the World Heavyweight Championships. Now you have the IWP or the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship instead of the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. So the Intercontinental Championship is no longer a title. Interesting. All right. Moving on. You had Wardlow taking on Max Caster in a Face of the Revolution qualifier match. I mean, it wasn't much of a match, really. No, it ended with the powerbomb. <clears throat> Max Ward- Caster's totally won me over. Wardlow like, does what I'm he does and... Him. I mean, yo, listen. I'm an acclaimed fan. Listen, 
Oh, I like the implant. But yeah, I like Max. I don't Castor like how I don't like how they scissor, but Anthony Bowen's a lot. I think it's fucking. Ah. I think they're great together. I think the wraps are good. Fucking, I would like to get me one of those acclaimed jerseys. Dude, they're showing ta- fucking Undertaker Hall of Fame. Biker Taker, buddy, you're Kid late. Rock and shit. Yeah, you're late though. They've been showing it for a minute. You've been paying attention to Google. It was worth a Google. You missed '80s and or late early '90s and mid '90s Undertaker already. And then you probably got Clint's high spot of the week. You had Sensei John Kreese. Did this happen? Show up. That's Hogan he's pulling behind there. Yeah, I've tried to never... tell you about that a million times. You always look, that didn't happen. It fucking didn't. Now you've seen it on video. <laughs> That's when Hogan won the title from Triple H with Undertaker's help, and then Undertaker fucking beat his ass for like a month after that. <laughs> Drug him behind his motorcycle through the halls of fucking Monday Night Raw. Okay, well, I'm talking about Sensei John Kreese yeah. showing up on... No, uh, that shit's bullshit. The greatest shit ever. I, I was saying Clint's probably high spot of the week. I yeah, Sensei John Kreese showing up. I mean, not actually, the but for, as the Sensei. Not actually, but Mark, that shit was Mark, great. Mark, uh, Martin yeah. Cove. They all had fucking plays. Cobra Kai shirts on. He obviously let them because they're as ruthless as they are. She is a hardcore legend. No, no mercy. She is a hardcore legend. That yeah. solidifies the fact that Adam Cole, Britt Baker, fucking Orange Cassidy is all some comedy fucking bullshit. Solidifies the Get fact that Britt Baker is a fucking TV badass. Hey, Look, Britt look, Baker ain't I've shit. I've seen it. Hey. Right. Hey, she ain't beat nobody. She runs her fucking mouth and her Sweet. goddamn DMD got over. Not fucking her. You're closer. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. She's more over for her relationship with Tony Schiavone than fucking anything. Not him. Tony, get the fuck out of my room. Not him. I'm going <laughs> to sweep the leg, but I'm going to get him a body bag. <sighs> Ugh. Who, who's he going to body bag? Took me right out of the moment. You know what would have been even better? Sure this is why I turned it off. You know what would have been even better? You had fucking Terry Silver there. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She's not that evil, man. <laughs> Still the top villain and fucking for the year for me, TV-wise. There ain't been ones beat him yet. Sorry. All right, moving on. You had the uh, Hangman Adam Page segment where you had Adam Cole come out. Hangman put me to sleep for a minute, and then Adam Cole came out and woke me back up. Just to let you guys know, <laughs> any any promotion we ever been in, you've always been known as the other Adam. Yeah, that was sweet. I kind of popped for that. I think Adam... Page is je- jealous of like Adam Cole because he's always champing every company he comes to and does a good job at it. And Adam Page is like not a good except champion. for the one that matters so far up to this, this point will, in their careers. This will be the one belt you've never held. They want him to or be the never fucking, will hold. They wanted him to be the fucking manager of Keith Lee, who's also not in that company anymore. So <laughs> he probably would have got released. And then I actually liked it how they had Adam Cole shake his hand and leave the ring, but then you had they're still pals. That's that's about the elite, right? Yeah. And then you had uh, then you had cowboy Bobby. shit ain't elite. Then you had yeah, he is. He's, he's always a member of the fucking he's, elite. He's been a part of their fucking poop not since I, not since they got popular. They're uh, they're Bullet Club, but we're better than the Bullet Club, so we're gonna call ourselves the elite instead. But Adam Cole wasn't a part yeah, of the that elite. That shit was like four years ago. Was he? He was straight Bullet Club. Adam Cole was, yeah. Yeah, but the elite shit was they, Hangman, they, Marty they threw, Scroll, the Young they Bucks, They threw Cody his Rhodes. ass out before the Civil Cody War. Rhodes yeah. is more elite than fucking Cody Rhodes is cowboy shit. Elite. Right, but that was it was Cody Rhodes, Omega, Marty Scroll, the yeah. Young Bucks, and fucking Hangman, uh, Hangman Adam Page. Page yeah. right? And we're not Bullet Club. We're the fucking elite part of the Bullet Club. No, and you're not. Marty Scroll got canceled. like the fucking B team of the fucking Bullet Club. Hashtag speaking out. Right. And, then, and then you had Red Dragon attack. Adam Page. So I mean, you know, he got what he deserved. <sighs> Where were you, Young Bucks? Right. I like I like Bobby Fish a lot. Didn't they? Uh, the Young Bucks. I thought they were cool with Adam Page again because, like, remember when Omega wanted their help and they were like, "Sorry, Omega, we can't do it. We're all friends. You know that." They give him the head nod. 
So they just let yeah. does that way they're letting a hangman get beat up by Adam Cole and the posse because like what that's the fuck a de- else could they do about it? That's a dead horse. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that's what they said. And then they all went in the back and played games together. Yeah. Why don't you guys come help? Well, you know, we're all buddies. Well, nobody be mad at nobody, so <laughs> gotta stay indifferent. Actually, it was kind of funny when Red Dragon went one direction and the Young Bucks went the other direction. Adam Cole's like, I'm gonna go this nope, I'm gonna go this and then you got Brandon Keller that's like, Which way are you gonna go, Adam? And he's like, Shut up, Brandon. <laughs> that was the worst part of the whole segment. Fuck you. <laughs> what? I used to like the Vikings. All right, and then you had I can't anymore. And then you had then you had the inner circle. <laughs> are they take, gonna do that shit all the way to the ring? Yeah, like they always do. No one does that. No Viking actually did that shit all the way to their fucking fights or their battles. <laughs> well, they're not the Viking Raiders. Has he got a head thing on with blonde they're, hair on top of him and he's bald? Fucking he's got hair there. on his helmet and he's a bald guy. Okay. Moving on. You had the inner circle taking on Tito and Ortiz. So <laughs> Tito and Ortiz. That that match was pretty sweet. It was a good match. Um and the return of the Mind King, Eddie Kingston. Uh, I mean, it got, it got the, <laughs> Eddie the, Kingston brings the realism. It got to the it. crowd popping, but he still looked like because he doesn't actually like Jericho. He's injured well, also still, like I Jericho, think. Yeah. so he was limited on what he could do. You could tell like they were trying to make it look like they were holding him back, but they weren't holding him back. You and think then, he's injured? He still is injured. Yeah, he's oh. not medically cleared to wrestle. He might be able to medically cleared to fuck around a bit, but he's not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. He's not supposed to be in a match. I don't want you in a match, but you can. You're cleared to fuck around a little bit. Remember a few <laughs> weeks, a little bit. Remember though. a few weeks ago, you got to watch the line. Don't gotta, step over it. You got to raise that arm to throw that punch, but then the referee's gonna come out and stop you. Remember a few weeks ago <laughs> when we were watching it and he got in the ring and he was trying to fuck around. And he had his boots on that run tight and he rolled his shit. Well, he fucked his ankle up when he did that real bad and has some kind of bone spur in his leg or whatever. So he's that's why he's been out and ain't been around. So that's why he's been hobbling around when you have seen him. And if you noticed when he hopped up on the side of the ring the other night, he was still a little hobbled when he hopped up on the side of the ring. And I think that's why him and Jericho didn't get too physical or nothing. But you know what? I'm happy for uh, uh, fucking uh, Santana and Ortiz because fucking they're out and they're doing their thing now. And fucking they they should have been doing pride it. Pride and powerful. They should have been doing it for a while. My now. favorite I'm, part of the whole thing is Jake Hager just keeping his mouth shut and realizing that he ain't shit without what Jericho. Would not be relevant no more? Actually, what are you talking about? There was a part where he threw that fucking fist and he had he had JR hammer fit. He said it once. And, I heard it. And also... They, hammer fist! They, hammer fist! They both showed that they can talk on the mic, which we've known that they both can for a while, but like they, you know, they don't need the inner circle or Jericho to speak for him, obviously. And not only that, but they also showed that you know when they said LAX for life, they meant that shit dude yeah eddie kingston brought the realism to it like it came jericho it, said some shit about put, homicide and hernandez or whatever dude and that's some real off. shit right oh, as soon as but, he said that shit it popped hom- off but where's homicide yeah where are those he's in mlw isn't he no homicide's in gcw i say he just had a where's hernandez at Ooh, I don't in, know. impact i haven't seen hernandez is he still in impact yeah so you know He's walking around with a wad of 20s that people keep stealing from him, and then he's got to go hunt him down, beat him up, and get his money back. <laughs> See, he's still pushing LAX. <clears throat> I'm saying that would be a dream feud. Actually, it has actually been. They've, right, done, they've done that shit Even though they haven't times. been doing the Swingers uh, Palace for a while, he was Swingers fucking like bouncer, dude. Homicide, I think, even came in and helped out the Inner Circle one time in one of their matches because fucking... He also uh, came in and helped Moxley when it was... That's uh, what it was. He helped Moxley. Yeah. When he got his arms duct tape behind his back or whatever in that 
Because I Texas was like, holy Steph. shit, homicide. And then that was the only time he never read. Like, he, it, he was had him one match. And, it was him and Kingston in a Texas death match against uh, Archer and Suzuki. Yeah. Because that was the one time we got Suzuki goon. Hmm. I didn't care about all that shit. I then he, fucking Suzuki I like homicide. He's cool. Suzuki Army. That's what it stands for. Amaro Suzuki's group from New Japan Pro Wrestling. I loved oh. him in Impact, man. Or TNA, whatever the fuck it was called on Spike. Which, the only two members of that group I even like is Suzuki and Archer, because the other ones, fuck them. I don't know what an Archer is either, I don't think. What? Lance Archer? Oh, he's in that group? Yes. Yeah, remember he had the then hat on that didn't fit his head when he cut the promo, and I was laughing because the hat didn't fit his then head. he also got fucking Tai Chi, you got Zack Sabre Jr., and you got other few fucktards. I thought you'd like Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, fuck him. No. (laughs) He's fucking Timothy Thatcher of fucking NXT, but he's New Japan. He's about like, Uh, almost like that's what it, that's who that is? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna push you in a fucking submission hold for 12 minutes on the mat. I'm gonna grab whatever the fuck I grab, make sure you fucking submit. Pisses me off. I thought it was the same person. I was getting excited. They no? just they just ran a, a graphic for Roman Reigns. Where's that versus... dude at? Thatch's Thatch Can or whatever. Did you see that? Timothy Thatcher? He yeah. got cut. Who knows? They just ran a graphic for Roman probably and going, Brock. Probably going back to This Rip. match hasn't even happened yet. He's probably going to end up back at Rev Pro in fucking England. They just ran a promo for what? A match Ro- that hasn't Brock even and, happened? They showed Brock and Roman like they were facing off for a match, and then it said, now the Elimination Chamber match or whatever, and they're going into this. Like, they just kind of gave away right before the match. Well, we, we were shit. there for that bullshit. We were, like, right over there. Right over there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, how you going to do that? All right, moving on. You had a no-DQ match between Mercedes Martinez and uh, Thunder Rosa. I didn't watch that either. Was boring to me. Yeah, she was dressed up like Bruce Lee in Game of Death. Thunder Rosa was. Pretty much what happens is uh, Thunder Rosa wins, shows some respect to Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez shows some respect to uh, Thunder Rosa, and then Britt Baker and her shit or people come down, and then Martin Crease or not Martin Crease, Martin Coves like no mercy, and they attack him and. That's what happens, and now you have Thunder Rosa as the number one contender. Also, also, though, you had them try to tell Mercedes Martinez to get at Thunder Rosa, and she wasn't doing it, so they jumped Mercedes Martinez and kicked her fucking ass, too. Well, that's what I was saying. Fuck out of here, back to Connecticut, yo. I said she showed some respect for Thunder Rosa. So, you show no mercy. You sweep the leg. So, that's what happens. And now, Tony Khan's already announced that uh, at Revolution, you have Britt Baker defending the AEW Women's Championship against Thunder Rosa. About time. She already beat her, right? About time, brand new champ. Didn't she already beat Thunder Rosa? I don't know, man. Britt Baker's never beaten Thunder Rosa. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I, I would hold Has my... Britt Baker ever beat anybody? Yeah, everybody she's been in the ring with. Uh, uh, yeah, all the jabronis. I'd hold my tongue on that one. I think Thunder Rosa might get beat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't even care. Women's, women's matches in AEW are terrible. You're going to have Adam Cole win the title and his old lady lose the title at the same time? I don't yep. think so. I don't think so at all. Adam Cole ain't winning that title either. Well, they got to do something with Hangman because he keeps putting everybody to sleep. He makes me want to change the channel. Nope. <laughs> I pop. I get excited. 9.5. Still got wood. He's got I like the top. Up. I like the. T- like, I didn't like the match. I like how the top rope came down during the match and he substituted the we referee. We were talking a week the- ago. We we're not talking about weeks ago. Yeah. That's the only thing I've seen cowboy shit do that <laughs> I give a fuck about. And you can't even call that cowboy shit. It's just innovative. It was Dan Lambert shit. <laughs> uh, you had a uh, 
House of Black vignette. We're waiting on a new member to come. I'm pretty sure it's Buddy Matthews. <clears throat> if Buddy AKA Matthews Buddy comes, first, nobody doesn't know. If he comes to AEW, both of them are where they were three years ago and have made zero progress. Yeah, except they're on the same team instead of wrestling each other now. They're just, I mean, they haven't grown in three years. I like Buddy Murphy. You haven't grown in three years either. <laughs> Other than horizontally. Uh, I like Buddy Murphy. <laughs> I'm right there with you, buddy. AKA Buddy Murphy. He puts on really good fucking matches, so I'll watch him wrestle anywhere at any point in time. Uh, he's just fucking, I don't like his mic work. But other than that, I love watching the dude wrestle. So yeah. I'll take him. You know, I don't think he needs to be a dark dungeon dude with an eye patch, but whatever. Fucking, if that's what he his wants timing. to do and wear furs on himself. We'll get, <clears throat> I'm a big believer in timing, man, and we've seen it, and he failed, and I don't give a fuck no more. He didn't really fail. I mean, they used him as fucking. He didn't Roman. get over. He they did the Roman tip. Reigns, dog. Yeah, but they kind of fucked him. They brought him up to the main roster, and you're immediately Ramon You don't get enough daughters. time in WWE to become Roman Reigns. They immediately made him Ramon Unless you're good. They, made, they immediately made him Rey Mysterio's daughter's boyfriend. You got to take it. You can't be denied, denied it. He got denied it. And then they kind of fucked him around. You, you wouldn't want to be Rey Mysterio's daughter's boyfriend? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying they gave him that thing, and then Rey Mysterio got butthurt about it. So because they were like, we want you guys to go out and film stuff. And then they filmed him being all cute, and he got mad about it in real life. So then they shut his Twitter down. And then they started fucking like shutting his matches down because people were mad or whatever. And then like... It was like, well, fucking sorry, buddy. Now, now we're going to have you just be on their side all the time instead of you, like, picking on... I don't know. It was just a really bad storyline, badly written, badly booked. And, and poorly it ru- executed. And it, right. And it was poorly executed, and it ruined his whole entire fucking main roster career. I think I've said this multiple times on Women Tonight, though, but Liam Mysterio is pretty. So. <laughs> and they also dropped his name and just started calling him Murphy. I'm, I'm better with that. <laughs> I don't need a now it's hey, good, buddy guy. Now it's just Matthews. <laughs> no. Moving on, you had a... Uh, Actually, hey, buddy guy is a lot cooler than just Murphy. <laughs> when you think, say, just Murphy, I think RoboCop. Mo- mo- <laughs> Murph! <laughs> and he's definitely not RoboCop. Moving on, you had a segment with Jay White talking about uh, how he's going to destroy Trent. Trent knows who he is. Right. Chaos knows exactly who Bullet Club is. Too sweet, out of the ring. That's right. Then moving on, you had the TNT Championship match between Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. I, I definitely didn't watch it, but I wish I would have. Uh, it's, it was a good it match. It was a really good match, yeah. You should probably go and watch the replay if you can, because... They, it, they, had, their, they had their Ring of Honor moment, where they both shook hands, because they're pillars of AEW. I don't know about Ring of Honor. You don't have Did to the ref that. have you to help him out? Ring of Honor is fucking coming back, by the way. They've he, announced like two or three more he, matches for he, that show. You didn't have to put ROH in, in AEW ring. Oh, well, I got I got to piss you off every show. You did the, the did the ref help out this match? Like he did his other, his fucking huge cutter spot off I mean, the fucking There was ladder. no ladders, so no. <laughs> um, but it was just a really good fucking match, man. I don't know. I can't say enough like the athleticism. That's why I say when they talked about... Um, most uh, athletic wrestler of the year or whatever that they're most charismatic wrestler of the year or whatever like like Sammy Guevara's fucking in-ring work is just incredible man like I said you bitch about the referee holding the, the ladder but the timing you, you keep saying timing but you don't have to judge the timing if the ladder's not fucking when moving when two dudes are jumping that is from, just a cutter all you're doing is taking uh, a bump onto your back I from feel five like when foot up two dudes are jumping from two different sides of the ring and you gotta meet in the middle there's gotta be timing on that it ain't no edge um, fucking spearing fucking Jeff Hardy off the fuck that was fucking timing and athleticism I guess kind of but Jeff Hardy was swinging around on a fucking 
fucking thing. He was swinging around right. in the air. Wasn't the ref holding to, the fucking thing down so he stayed in one spot? It's not hard to catch somebody on a swing back in as a timing and jump off and make it look like you're spearing them hardcore. It's more edge taking a knee bump than anything in that, and Jeff Hardy just falling to the map. But that, that to me, just having to catch him in the air like that and, and both of you jumping from two different sides of the ring, the timing on it is just, to me, is... That, and that's a lot in wrestling is timing, especially top rope shit, to not hurt somebody or kill somebody or keep everybody safe. Uh, um, Bret Hart, Owen Hart going off the top of the cage. It wasn't innovative. It was just a cutter. I didn't say it was innovative. I just said the timing in it was just, a, just <laughs> it was, amazing, amazing. It was well, just a cutter. Well, the match, Andrade actually won the match for Sammy Guevara. He hit fucking Darby with the title belt. And it looked perfect, too. And uh, now next week on... It's either Dynamite or Rampage. We get Andrade taking on Sammy for the TNT title. I think Andrade stole his belts and walked off with them, right? Yeah, he took both of them. He's been learning a lot of English here lately, cutting he promos to, and shit. He has to. His old lady Charlotte, he has to learn English. <laughs> he's got Ric Flair as a fucking, probably an English coach. <laughs> Woo! He's getting down in Tampa with Ric Flair, doing karaoke. I mean, he's starting to dress like him a little bit. Suits and shit, gold <laughs> chains and whatnot. Then moving on to Rampage, very first match, you had Adam Cole taking on 10 of the Dark Order, which... Bullshit. 10. A fucking 10. Actually, 10's looked pretty good eh. recently. Well, I'm not. He's, he's, fucking, fucking, he's fucking jacked. Yeah, that's all. He's he's a uh, doesn't have a personality. He's not a fucking person. Nobody knows what the fuck he is. Why it do you have to have how a, good of a match he ever fucking has? Why do you have to have he's a personality a, when you wear a mask? That was given to you by Brody. I, I would say that's the best match he's had because, because that's Adam how you Cole's get over wrestler. in wrestling. You can't just be the anti of that and expect to get over. I, I think he had a really good match because Adam Cole's a really good wrestler. He's conquistador fucking seven. Uh, yeah, kind of. Like nameless, faceless. Yeah. Never gonna do sevens. It. Sevens fucking only thing I remember. Only thing I remember him doing is John Moxley coming out and ripping half his mask off and pounding his fucking head in, and then and breaking his arm, and DDTing him and, and making him get pinned in like three seconds. And then last week he beat up a bunch of randos and a ref, and they were like, "God, look how tough he is!" And I was like, "Oh, he's throwing people around the ring. Look how tough he is." That was fucking hilarious. What, him kicking them shoes off and them going nowhere? They went nowhere, because all I could think of was, hey, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got some weird cheetah shit on right now, doesn't he? You think that's a throwback to the people in Saudi? He's the original bro. I don't think that's why. <sighs> Gotta go like this. Because tigers, man. Yeah. You're not <laughs> the only one that likes to bake, dude. He's such a goober. They had him in a fucking goddamn uh, toga. On Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even want to talk about that <laughs> shit. A fucking idiot. That's the first time I've seen... That's the first you, time I've watched Riddle on the main event. Not that he doesn't look like a fucking idiot anyway. Do you want, do you I finally have the time to give Raw a chance. And I turned it on. That's what I saw. Not that he doesn't look like an idiot anyway, but they made him look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> do, you, do you want to come to my RK Broga and party? Equally, and he equally embraced that shit. And you know what's even worse? Whose gimmick was it to walk around with a goddamn phone? Tyler Breeze? Wasn't that that guy's name? What Austin? Uh, he had a he had a Google. He had Tyler a, Breeze had the he had an ice stick. Guy to, he had an ice stick. And then when they took that away from him on Raw, he started there's walking never, around. With there's the, never original idea ever now in wrestling. So now, so Vince McMahon hated <laughs> there that ain't guy. Never doing, been Vince McMahon hated that guy doing that shit so much that he told Austin Theory to start coming down the ring and doing it. No, he loved that. That's why Tyler Breeze ever had a chance in the first place ever. Is that's the only reason he got over is because it was like, oh my gosh, they're showing on the Titan Tron what he's got on his fucking. Well, why the bad, the him bad part? Tyler Breeze could actually wrestle. How's come they? Ha- so can Austin Theory. I, well, I know that, but I'm saying Breeze could actually wrestle. Uh, why? Why? So uh, could Fondango. It's the dirty Dongo now, dude. 
It's sad. I love Riddle. Austin too is a good wrestler. I fucking love Austin. I love Riddle. Not Austin Riddle, Matt Riddle. <laughs> Austin Riddle. <laughs> you think he's fuck gonna, Matt Riddle? He's gonna take one with fucking uh, Brock Lesnar in a minute. Probably. Moving on, you had another qualifier for that face of the revolution ladder match. You had Hobbs and Dante Martin. On Rampage, right? We're on Rampage, dude. Oh. Yeah. I know Clint likes Will Hobbs a lot, but I don't see it in him. Uh, they don't let him wrestle, but every three fucking months, so how can you not see it? I mean, you I don't don't get, see, he I wrestled don't on a weekly basis. You might see something. I don't see the look. I don't see the That's a part of the problem with what I was saying earlier is they have Hobbs, so much goddamn Hobbs talent, they can't showcase the good talent they got. I don't think he's so. We have to have Mecca. We have so to have Mecca now, fucking battle royals, and we have to have Mecca fucking goddamn I think ladder they're matches. Giving him exactly so that how way much, we can show everyone. I think they're giving him exactly how much camera time he deserves. Nah, he's a good wrestler. Uh, Hobbs wins, so now we have three known competitors honestly, in the Hobbs match. Ain't as good as Dante Martin. You have Keith. You have Keith Lee. You got size Ward, wise. You have Wardlow, and you have Will Hobbs. <clears throat> size wise, body wise, who's more? Who's going to sell more seats? Will Hobbs. In AEW, yeah, I don't know. Actually, AEW is the home of the there's indie been bullshit. Multiple, there's been multiple. Actually, Cornette has came out and said it. I think Meltzer's came out and said it. And uh, I'm saying Will Hobbs is a who, who's the guy from Fightful? Is it Sean Sean, Sean Sapp? Sean Sapp. All three of them said if Will Hobbs isn't WWE, he's one of the top guys right now because of his size, his ability. Like they're like, what is Tony Khan doing with this guy? Because as athletic as he is, that's why I say they don't show him. But every fucking three months, and the shit pisses me off because it's like he's such a good wrestler. You're gonna show him in a big ass fur coat, them sunglasses on, looking like you should be the goddamn champion of the world, and we're gonna have him stand behind Ricky Starks, who does nothing at all himself. <laughs> and Team Taz is so badass, it just doesn't ever do anything at all. And you could at least have him fucking come out with Hook. Who are the announcers on fucking Rampage? Uh, Jericho. Every, it changes every goddamn. Yeah. The only one that's Jericho, like, the Ricky only Starks, one that's Taz, on it legitimately and is Excalibur. Excalibur, and then like Excalibur is the only one that doesn't change every week. This last week was Jericho, uh, Starks, and fucking Taz on it, and Jericho. And but Jericho. Starks okay. didn't say fucking a word at all the whole entire night. I kept. I'm actually, like, I know that Stark, was Taz. Actually, I heard this, Stark say something. If you, I'm like, if you watch this Stark week, Starks has, a, has said a lot more. The yeah. normal Jericho keeps scre- he did. screams over the top of everybody where they just stop talking. I think he's got that under control too. On this week, like no, he cuts off Taz. That's why I said earlier. I think Taz wants to fight him. He cuts him off like three times <laughs> on there. Taz starts to talk about something, and Jericho's like bah, 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 and then Taz just goes dead and don't say nothing for the rest of the segment. All right, moving on. We had a, another Serena D five minute rookie challenge. I don't even know who the fuck she the fought this week. Professor of professional wrestling. Hey. Another the chick that she wrestled's boots were like seven times too big for her. I know that. I actually like Serena D a lot. Me I do too. too. Yeah. And it's a progression of her thing, but I hope she just doesn't get as stale as this. Bret Hart slash Kurt yeah. Angle thing she's got going on right now with the challenge. It, I mean, it's a step up from what she was doing, but it's still not what she deserves. Look yet. at his Brady's got in for for uh, for actually like Bro, most like, people yeah, like most people don't even realize <laughs> in the last two years she's been the NWA women's champion, which I mean there's not a lot of legit women's titles so. Like NWA is just pretty much three what the on fuck? par with the Knockouts Championship because WWE is the top tier, and now that you have AEW, you have that title, and then right under that you have the NWA and the 
impact. I'm so. confused. Why? Why did they have him come out last, go in the cage, and then have they did Seth the, Rollins and Austin Theory come out and stay they in did the it, ring? They did it in the women's match too. They uh, they had they had the two people. Sure. They had they had the two actual competitors come out before the last person went into the chamber. You know, in the first elimination chamber, everybody came out and got in a chamber, and then they fucking randomly picked the first two dudes to step into the ring. And then after well, that, but yeah, that's ignorant. And then after that, they randomly picked who was going to be in the ring first. But to make two dudes stay in the ring while another guy walks around the ring and then gets in the ca- the chamber, so theory and makes zero Rollins fucking started. sense. I thought that I thought so that theory means Austin was gonna, Theory's going out fast. I thought Theory was going to get in the cage and Lesnar was going to run the gauntlet, bro. I thought that'd be sick as shit. Lesnar runs a gauntlet they're, before they're WrestleMania. Probably gonna, they're Look probably how, no, they're probably literally going to open the door last for fucking. Lesnar Look Lesnar. how strong Lesnar is. He just ran a gauntlet and eliminated everybody in this bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love how you so strong. <laughs> You're so strong. You're so strong. And the last match of Rampage, you had Jay White taking on Trent Beretta. Ah, like I said earlier, it man. It was a like, decent match. It's a decent match. It's a it's a match. Like two guys that They're, have just now got to a national platform and got their names over and, on a national platform. And actually, and actually how I can cobble six move sets together. Well, no, how and they talking, are professional how I, wrestlers. How I was talking about Excalibur talking to Jay White, Jay White, Jay White, Jay White. He's the first one to do this, do this. Actually, they actually make it a point to say this is the first time that Jay White has ever been seen on national TV. I mean, me, me personally, yeah. I've seen Trent Beretta and Jay White wrestle multiple, multiple, multiple times. I think that's the problem. Um, to me, and, it felt like they were just and, going through the motions. And, and they shouldn't have the access to do that because they wasn't ready yet. Not that. I think they wrestled each other so many times they were just going through the motions. I pay my nine ninety nine yen. <laughs> I, I think they've had that. I match. likes it. I think they've had that match a million times. So oh, I'm just sure they have. That's perfected. That's what we just seen was the very perfect well, of that match, that and was, that's what professional wrestling but, is. That that's, was right, but that no, was the no, t- actually, that was the actually, that's when it matters. Actually, actually, that match is the first time they've ever actually had a singles match. That was the first time well, singles, whatever. but they've had that tag team match multiple, 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 right. multiple times. So what I'm saying is, like, if it was a pay-per-view, that match probably would have been a little bit better. But because it was on TV, well, I think build, that's what you they... You got to build towards a pay-per-view when it's Orange Cassidy. All I'm saying, it's I mean, well, that's not what I mean. They wouldn't sell a pay-per-view. I think it is. That they be, are just now professional wrestlers. I think that because those guys are used to being... I don't know. They had, is their shit a weekly TV show over there? Is it monthly? How's it working in New Japan? They have, like, a Monday Night Raw type of shit that's every week, or how's it work over there? They, Daily, daily. So over there, they have a they, daily show. So over there, if they're wrestling, you, basically, you're pro- if you have that app for New Japan Global, you could watch up to literally four or five different shows a week because they run shows like when they're like, okay, right now we're going into Castle Attack, and they run weekly shows, and they can have up to like four or five shows that week, and they just keep, yeah. That's what New Japan <laughs> does. Like they literally go um, on a tour where it's literally house shows that they're showing you every every place they go. So wrestling's a lot bigger over there than this here too, I guess. But so then, okay, so Jay White could that's, wrestle. That's how you always give shit about the Tokyo Dome. The Tokyo Dome is literally you are fucking Hulk Hogan because you've been all over Japan doing house shows and now you are there. Yeah, uh, Japan's also the size of like Connecticut. Uh, but uh, but no, they built it up. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> had that match itself been on a pay per view, we might have got some cooler looking shit. But because those dudes have done that so many times, and it's just like a like, regular, like the end of the match when they went to do the one move and fucking just 
Jay transfers right into it and does the Blade Runner right onto Trent. There were some slick spots in there, whatever. So that's, I mean, that's what they're proving that they're they're capable of putting on a match. That isn't greatness. It wasn't. What's fucking what, but that's even what I'm trying to say. Is like, what they gave you was good enough for TV. Yeah, it's established that they that they can wrestle. But if it was a pay per view, you probably would have got something better. But because and, it's and just those, TV, and those two are actually are professional wrestlers. They're not sports entertainers. In Japan, you're a fucking wrestler. Yeah, you're not only a ignorant people fucking draw a distinction though, because everybody knows you got to cut a promo, you got to look well, and, and you got to wrestle and well. Jay White and if cut you a promo, put about every twelve fucking inches, it doesn't matter if you call it pro wrestling or fucking right. wrestling entertainment. And Jay White can Japan, cut a promo. Need all three of them. I think Japan's he knows. It's totally different though. I think he knows. Yeah, except for like the best fucking. Japanese fucking uh, heavyweight champion of all time is fucking Hulk Hogan still because he can do all three. Fucking Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle. When has they can do all fucking three? When has Hulk Hogan ever held the IWGP World Title? He the nope. Are you shitting me? For like fucking all of the seventies? That's like there was no that was all or all Japan. That was all Japan. That was not New Japan. Either oh, way, that's my fucking... bad. He was the biggest name in fucking wrestling in Japan. And guess what? Or... All Japan is not shit in fucking Japan no more. Not not now. But that's, that's like saying Sting be... ain't shit. Ain't never been shit. WCW. You say that every fucking week. <laughs> I'm gonna argue this to the death, there, Mister Hulk Hogan. Look, you don't think Hulk Hogan was one of the biggest things that ever happened? I know Japan. he was in Japan. It blows my mind that Bobby Lashley got took out, but Madcap Moss like died in the ring when he got dropped on his head, and they let him keep going for another 15 minutes. Yeah, they should have stopped that shit. And the reason that fucking Vince McMahon got Hulk Hold Hogan up. That's how he is got a because concussion? Vern Gagne wanted his goddamn Japan money, and Hogan told him no. That's how he got a concussion? I don't know. I haven't seen this shit. Austin Theory got thrown. over there. Austin Theory got thrown into the cage. He didn't go through it, but it scared, scared him that he jumped backwards and hit his head on the actual cage, and it knocked him out, and they just took him out. So he's gone for concussion protocol, Bobby Lashley. Because so, he got scared when he got thrown into the metal or the so, plastic so the, cage. So the champ pretty much just gave his title up because of he concussion got, protocol? He knocked himself out on the cage around the ring because Austin Theory scared, scared him and made him jump into the back So that means something cage. was going on with Lashley before the match. I doubt there's anything at all going on. It's probably WWE copping out. Don't want to make him not look strong. Right. Well, they did the. You remember? Not giving Lashley the respect. Do you remember when CM Punk was the heavyweight champion and he got beat up before the Elimination Chamber match and didn't even get to defend his title and lost the shit? Yeah. So it ain't like the first. It ain't ain't the first time they've ever done some shit like this before. There's probably nothing wrong with them at all. They're just horse shitting. So I just called it what Lashley's the last one's going to come out and just destroy all of them. Probably going to be Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory at fucking goddamn WrestleMania. For what? No way. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Roman's Re- Lesnar's about to get in here and fucking show everybody how to actually wrestle. I mean Bobby Lashley, not Brock Lesnar. Going back to the Japan wrestling, though, I have a, I have all the respect for all Japan pro wrestling, but guess what? New Japan's king over there now. So that's great. They're not a Tony Anaki, but and Antonio Anaki never... created fucking New Japan pro wrestling. He also ended Muhammad Ali's boxing career, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> he taught fucking. Hulk Hogan, how to be Hulk Hogan. Right. That's what I'm saying. No, no, Vern Gagne did. Anaki and Vern Gagne. And then Vern Gagne wanted fucking Hulk Hogan's money, so Hulk Hogan went and worked for Vince McMahon. All I'm saying is Hulk Hogan is just as important to Japanese wrestling as he is to American wrestling. So is Terry Funk and 
Bruiser Brody. If you oh, talk, that's what I'm saying. They put butts every 12 inches because they can do all three. If you talk to the Iron Sheik, actually, he, Japanese people are a little bit smaller. It's probably about eight if, inches. If you, uh, <laughs> if you talk to the Iron Sheik, he helped create Hulk Hogan. So he was a transitional champ between Bob Backlund and him. No, I mean helped him create the character for Hulk Hogan. Iron, <laughs> hey, the Iron, Iron Sheik. Sheik was awesome. I don't know about that. <laughs> right, I think that's about the only thing. I spit on you, puh. <laughs> Fucking jabroni. I don't think the Iron Sheik was ever awesome, to be honest with you. I think he was just there and did a lot of uh, his, no, co- but his really, fucking camel clutch was invaded. I, I really do like my camel clutch t shirt. I don't think I was ever impressed by him ever one time. I love this fucking. I love. I, I don't know. I'm a mark for the fucking did, curvy. Did you tell but, me like last week that you had a top 10? I do. So let's do that it's and then fun, we can get into the. Uh, it's a fun one too. We can get into the high spots of the week because that is this week's main course. Dick, your job's to come up with a better name for next week. <sighs> Actually, no, next week will still be the main course because unless you want me to edit it like on the spot. <laughs> so these are ten WCW swerve storylines that made no sense. Ah, uh, this, this, this is pretty fun. Please tell me the finger poke of doom is one of them. <clears throat> Kurt Hennig joins the NWL. Why did that make no sense? Uh, it, because it's a fall brawl. Kurt Hennig was jumped before the war games by the NWL. Yeah, he fucking uh, uh, he turned on the fucking four horsemen and shit and joined the NWL. Came out with his arm in a sling. That was a shit. And then, and then the NWO did jack shit with him. That was the and, last actual war games match. And then they, Well, the problem was with the storyline that they never explained it. And Kurt Hennig, like, never, like, his career and singles career never really took off and... WCW. No, he didn't, what, but he was an enforcer and shit for a long time, dude. Right. His fisherman suplex on which gosh, also wasted. That's when I I didn't really know Mr. Perfect. I knew that Kurt Angle or Kurt fucking Henning. Henning. Which actually I'm pretty sure this week is actual Kurt Henning's real birthday. So I'm pretty sure Joe Henning put up a happy birthday dad on Twitter. Who? Michael McGillicuddy? What? <laughs> what the fuck's the one Michael McGillicuddy? Uh, number nine, Eric Ber- Eric Bischoff turns face in WCW. So he had to take a break from the NWO because he's so evil or whatever, and they put Ric Flair in charge as the president. Yeah, it was R- RP the VP. And Ric Flair was doing crazy, crazy shit. And um, <laughs> he had a match with Sting on Nitro. And, and then Russo took over and Vin- and Bischoff got fired, and then he came back as a good guy. Well, in this match, Flair beats Sting. Uh, and Bischoff comes out and restarted the match because Flair won it with shenanigans. And, you know, it fucking Sting then won. And it got Bischoff over as a fucking, goddamn, if it wasn't for Bischoff. That's because everything had been such a dumpster fire up to that point that they're like, hey, there's a familiar face that the last time Nitro was good. But anyway, they hey, never hey, really uh, explained the t- face turn. And then he went right back to being a heel. So I guess. Is Titus. <laughs> Hey, is Titus Sinclair on that list? No. God damn it. Uh, number eight, the Hollywood... I ain't no scumbag. Number eight, the Hollywood Blondes break up, uh, which oh. was also a really good tag team. They were on a good run, and then out of nowhere, they just decided to fucking break them well, up. Well, no shit. It's yeah, fucking... They put they Stone did, Cold they did, with like, Colonel... Quietly, did Stunning they? Steve Williams and they, fucking Brian Pillman. They put Stone Cold with uh, Colonel Parker, and then... One week they're a tag team, and the next week Stone Colonel Cold. Robert Parker is probably the fucking most racist thing that's ever happened in wrestling. Fine, but like fucking one week Stone Cold and him had a tag team match and they lost. Wait, wait, real quick. Cody's gone, so does that mean racism's coming back to wrestling? 
Because Co- Co- Cody cured racism. Uh, we, we've seen the promo. So anyway, the, ne- the next week they had a fucking... They had Stone Cold cutting a promo with Colonel Parker and he just badmouthed Brian Pillman and then they were just never a tag team again. And they, I think they wrestled one match against each yeah, other. Yeah, I, I mean, they did some shit like that. And they went to Japan, Stone Cold tore his tricep up and they fired him because he never sells seats. Yeah, and then he did his Hulk Hogan shit. And the rest is history. Uh, number seven, the Zodiac was a spy. Uh, so after Hulk Hogan in 1994... Uh, this is Kevin Sullivan's bullshit. That after, Zodiac is fucking Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, well, he was the butcher <laughs> in WCW. And then the Zodiac. And, and he turned on Hulk Hogan and joined the fucking uh, Dungeon coalition, of Doom. Dungeon of Doom. And, and the coalition um, to end Hulkamania. And so he had a bunch of crazy matches against Hulk Hogan and all that, but then he suddenly turned on the, on the Dungeon of Doom, and it was explained... That he was a mole for Hulk Hogan the whole entire time. And then when he became, after he left the Dungeon of Doom, he became the Booty Man. Which so, was a really strange like gimmick for a fucking minute. Best there. thing he ever did in the entire re- his professional wrestling career is when Ultimate Warrior came to fucking WCW, made the One Warrior Nation, OWN, and then fucking Poof of Smoke stole the Disciple. <laughs> and then Poof of Smoke again, he was on the stage. And then poof of smoke again, and I ain't never seen him again until like the Hall of Fame <laughs> a couple <of> years ago. <laughs> um, okay, number six, Jimmy Hart joins the Dungeon of Doom. Um, in 1995, Hulk Hogan was defending his title uh, against the Giant, and Jimmy Hart turned on him. And yeah, got, this is the fucking got Hogan disqualified. <laughs> that's the Halloween Havoc shit. <laughs> or Giant was the Giant was the champion. Hogan was wrestling him. He so hits goddamn, Hogan, uh, gets him disqualified, so he can't win the title. And Jimmy Hart joins the fucking Dungeon of Doom. That's when they brought out the Yeti. Yeah, and the Yeti comes out, and they all beat up Hulk Hogan together. Oh they, my they, god! Uh, they didn't beat him up. They, they fucking butt humped him. <laughs> they were just sitting there hugging him. Because <laughs> the Big Show didn't know what to do, and the other guy told him just hold on to me or whatever. And Hogan Isn't that was, uh, who is that? That's a. Uh, it was the. Uh, uh, the dude that it became was uh, the big fucking enforcer guy for Raven's Flock. Uh, big Reese. Reese? <laughs> Brian Reese? No, that's the dude we know. No, yeah, no, that's not the same guy. <laughs> He's trying to escape the elimination chamber? He about chamber? got through, buddy. He about got about through there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do it. Oh, let him go. Don't. Yeah, catch him. Don't do that, Brock. <laughs> no, fuck him up. Oh, man. He's right, about to number four. suplex him off this bitch. Oh, number five. Oh. <laughs> I can't count. Uh, Cactus Jack has amnesia or mind games. No one knows. Uh, there's so in 1993, Cactus Jack was shown in a series of bizarre videos walking the streets of Cleveland, uh, seemingly with amnesia. And Jack claimed he was a boat captain while helping out homeless people. Uh, needless to say, the videos weren't well received. So Jack returned to attack. Oh, Vader. this is about to be fucking badass. I'm sorry, but yeah, he f5s him off the top of the fucking shit. Oh, oh, that was stupid. Except it's all padded. Not the original one that hurt people. Right. <laughs> uh, Broke people's spine. That's not even the stupidest thing I ever heard Cactus Jack doing in WCW. Uh, it was what well, said he went back to fight uh, Vader, it's and most, then it's most stupid. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he like you're the stupidest. Like somehow he's thank pre- you. He, he he's pretending to be a street bum, and Vader's out on the streets, and he attacks Vader on the streets or something, pretending like he's a bum. So, I, mean, I I've watched. I don't even remember that. It's like he was doing research or something to like become a bum just so he could jump Vader outside the building as he was walking in. I've seen them all be in a fucking electric chair fucking match. That doesn't shock me at all. 
Dusty Rhodes joins the NWO as number four, which absolutely no. made zero dude, fucking bullshit. Dude, that was the shit. That was it a was. fucking... Uh, that was on Hogwild, right? Yeah, it happened to Hogwild. Uh, but it, to me, it never That was one of the best cut. fucking pay-per-views yeah. ever. Especially Whole when main you, event, like 20 minutes of fucking motorcycles. Sold out, 98. Sold out. Uh, uh, Rhodes. Actually, uh, actually, one of the best parts of Hold Out is when you get the documentary about it and like Cody went to school the next day and all his fucking friends are like, your dad joined the NWR. Take it, you're dickhead. <laughs> uh, but he wrestled, uh, Scott Hall was wrestling Larry Zabisco in a match. And Dusty Rhodes left the announce table and fucking jumped Larry's and then he went like this. He had a giant red leather jacket on and unzipped the big red leather jacket and had a black and white NWO shirt on. But they never, they never revealed the reason why he joined the NWO. And then he fell into the back. Of course he did. He was a fucking. They then he fell into like the. By the way, I just joined a group too. (laughs) And then he like fell into the obscurity of the NWO in the background and just never talked about him. I mean, he was old. That's kind of how I got introduced to Dusty Rhodes, to be honest with you. Like, he didn't do a whole lot. Like, he had he was on the commentary desk. This right. one's the next one's number three is one of my personal favorites. Uh, Jim Duggan. Seth Rollins. Jim, Seth Rollins. Jim Duggan joins I Team it, Canada. I, I see it in That I, was the shit, too. Dude. Like, how do you keep Jim Duggan relevant in 1999? Dude, that was Have one him of the, fucking forsake America and join he, Team Canada. He was uh, with the Misfits in action, and, uh, you know, they were losing every match to Team Canada, what? and. Uh, at Fall Brawl, Duggan decided he was turning on the Misfits. Fuck it. And joined Team Canada. I'm, I'm, I'm still uh, on the marquee. He shaved his, he shaved yeah. his, he shaved his beard and cut his hair for the first shaved time in beard. like fucking 20 years. <laughs> and came out to the Canadian fucking national anthem. Learned the whole entire Canadian national anthem <laughs> and sang it on an episode of Nitro. Uh, but then later he ended up turning on Team Canada and going back to WCW and it was revealed that he was a mole the whole entire time. <laughs> um, but there was, again, no explanation as to why he was a mole and who sent him there because team, the Misfits had broken up like three months prior to that. So it was just a, just a ruined storyline. And then they just... sting on fire. And they had... <laughs> well, they had him get beat up and then they had Mike Awesome come in. So, you know, and then it made even less sense. Uh, number two, David Arquette turning on DDP. Um, it kind of made Turn sense. Turn it on him. Turn it on him because at DDP, well, David Arquette, when he was the champ, they had the match, the three cage match at Fall Brawl. Brock Lesnar just or won no. this bitch. I think it was Super Brawl. Yeah. Brock Lesnar just won this yeah. bitch. Yeah, he came in and just eliminated everybody. Come just on, like I told Cody. You would. Come on, Cody. No, Cody Rhodes, bro. And if he came out, Brock Lesnar would F5 him. Nah, not if he surprised him with Stardust. No. <laughs> So at Slamboree, they had the triple cage match after David Arquette had won the title and all that. It was Jeff Jarrett. They threw fucking Canyon off the top of it. Yes, and it was Jeff Jarrett versus DDP versus David Arquette. And David Arquette goes straight to the top of the cage, and he's at the, basically he's in the fucking gar- guitar room, the whole entire cage, and the guitar room's the very top. Yeah, it was sick, man. Um, and then Jeff Jarrett and DDP basically have the whole entire match as soon as Cage gets to Page. I'm sorry, gets to the top of the cage. Page gets to the top of the cage. Uh, to get the belt, um, David Arquette climbs up there and he's like, "Yeah, Paige, get it, because I don't want to be champion. I'm not a wrestler." And as soon as uh, Jeff, uh, as soon as DDP gets ready to get the belt, he grabs a guitar and hits him with the guitar, and then um, Jeff Jarrett takes the title and they win it. And the only way it was explained was that because Jeff Jarrett was the chosen one. And then David Arquette left after that, and this wasn't a part of. I mean, how do you argue with that logic? I think he might have came back again for a small like storyline quickly before WCW closed. Like maybe Ooh, like David Arquette. Didn't he come back for like I a one? So. Is David Arquette in the Hall of Fame yet? 
Maybe he this should be. Maybe this year. He's earned it with that fucking Mexican bullshit. His he death matches. He also got stabbed in the neck by Nick Gage. Oh. He should. Uh, that's kind Stay of what turned out me. or I'll stab you again. <laughs> that's kind of what turned me on to GCW or whatever was that documentary. The number one storyline that WCW did that never finished and never made sense. Uh, Goldberg turns heel. Um, in 2000, Goldberg joined the forces of the New Blood with uh, Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff after he, beating their asses dude, it was relentlessly. Kevin Nash. Never mind. Well, he beat their asses relentlessly for like six months, and to the point where, like, the one uh, Vince Russo was like, "Oh, I had a brain aneurysm and had to go home for a month." And like, then it was like out of the blue, it was like, "Now nah, I'm on your teams, and I'm not going to wrestle anymore. I'm gone. Actually, I'm yeah. not going to wrestle ever again." That's See probably you. the last Nitro that I actually watched live until the uh, simulcast. The last time I remember was when Goldberg turned heel. Goldberg as a bad guy, he went to get Kevin Nash went to powerbomb him. He refused the powerbomb and walked out of the match with him and Booker T. And then the yeah. next night came out, cut a promo, left, and never came back again. That's pretty much the last time I watched WCW. Typical WCW, like when someone leaves, that's typically how they watch WCW. Finger poke of doom. Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, I was all in for that shit. Nope. Fuck I was it. like, oh my god, they're back together. Imagine the t-shirt. It's gonna be half white, half red. And it's I was terrible. right. And I bought one, and it was awesome. That's the top ten. I thought that. Was I got fun. a way better top ten story that never fucking paid off. It, Who nope. drove the fucking Hummer? I watched the finger poke of doom, and then I went right over and i heard the glass break and never went back <laughs> so anyway i thought that was pretty funny some of them storylines are some of the better ones uh it's funny to me that they would have you wait know, who, who, my, did, Mike who did drive the car they never fucking said they teased sid vicious they fucking teased macho man for a while it was a motherfucker with sting but then you could clearly tell it was a motherfucker wearing a sting mask i thought it was supposed then to it was like it, it was jeff farmer and then they never motherfucking said it was wildcat chris harris dressed up like sting i'm telling you Wait, google just, it who that, drove that, the fucking that white was hummer? A guy, that was a guy's name right Far- jeff farmer or whatever oh yeah it's fake sting, fake sting like 96 one of them yeah he st- he wrestled in Japan for it forever. I think he might still. I'm gonna say Luke Gallows. Is what? He was driving the fucking vehicle. <laughs> I mean, he was in every other group. Can you name who the Hummer hit into that caused all the stir in the first place? Actually, Rick Flair's son. We never it? found out who drove the fateful Hummer or why. Fast forward a year oh, later. Oh, no, it was DDP, wasn't it? Kevin Nash. Was it? Fast forward a year later. When Fuck, the com- I don't know. I didn't the- watch after that point. When it the pissed com- me off. When the com- we got the little. And I was done. When the company was rebooted under Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo, it was officially, offhandedly, revealed by Bischoff that he was the one driving the vehicle the whole entire time. Oh, oh fucking Eric Bischoff was supposed to be Savage's bodyguard at the time. My goddamn Eric Bischoff. Should have been Sid Vicious. And honestly, that was my introduction to Sid Vicious. Four famously... the Hummer storyline bullshit. Four famously hyped wrestling storylines. I, I can tell you right now, didn't you start this the premium hum- live event like a couple minutes into when we started our podcast. Yeah, yeah, we watched Rampage first. Yeah. This is two hours and two and a half hours at the most. We also paused and shit. We're at two hours and 32 minutes. I went and peed and smoked a cigarette. You peed. So, four famous hyped Cl- wrestling Clint stories was a terrible <laughs> payoff. was racist. We had to stop and end it. <laughs> uh, number one was the stalker. The stalker? It's the number one fucking. Is that uh, Barry Windham, right? Yes. That's the biggest thing he ever did, and that's the saddest thing I ever said in my life. No, Clint, Clint's not racist. <laughs> but it is that time of the He's week. black friends. We all have Taryn. <laughs> but no, it's that time of the week for the high spots. 
Why don't we have a high spots of the week segment? Well, I think that's how we end our show, right? Yeah, I know. Well, no, I'm saying we don't have the little music. Nah, that's too much work. I ain't doing that shit. (laughs) Uh, My high spot for the weeks is fucking uh, CM Punk leaving fucking MJF speechless. Like, I've looked forward to MJF every week. It's probably the only reason I turn on Dynamite and shit. And, like, they just flip. They just, they're flipping the script back and forth. That's because MJF's who you wanted to be. I I mean, I I could have worse role models. Hmm. (laughs) I mean, he's right. They, I mean, they did the whole fucking heel face turn the last time they were in their hometowns and all that bullshit. And, like, now. Like, you don't ever see MJ of Speechless, and he didn't say a damn word, and then a dog collar match on top of it, and it's like, that that was one, like, CM Punk is now tied. CM Punk and MJF's promo skills are the fucking Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels of fucking 1995 or whatever, six or whatever. Six. Uh, Shawn Michaels. For best promos of the year CM Punk's always been good at fucking cutting a goddamn promo I mean so is is MJF Uh, but it seems like if you give either of those guys like if you can turn somehow turn it into a personal situation of some sort then they cut they do their best mic work dude the spray tan fucking line right we just Uh, talking about and it's also cool that CM Punk and MJF aren't guys that get butt hurt about someone saying personal things about or taking a jab at them or some shit like that or if they do unlike they might Eddie, not say like, it, and like, then, unlike Eddie Kingston, he takes everything fucking personal. <laughs> or, or if they do, they might not say it, and then somehow be able to take a jab back at him later. And then in the ring, they might throw a potato and get him back for that one thing they said later. Really, though, honestly, he, MJF's like as much of a prick as he is, or whatever. Like everybody looks up to him backstage, like he's like the locker room leader. So I mean, if there you know, was one, right like, now he's one of the guys that's been there. I mean, he's a kind of a vet for their locker room, a pillar. I wouldn't say that, but he's definitely a veteran for oh, the Oh, he's definitely room. a pillar. I don't like those words, but he's definitely a veteran for the <laughs> he's locker a, Yeah, I mean, he's a column. He's a day like, one. He, he really is like one of like the best guys in the world outside yeah. the ring or whatever. Well, I'm sure privately he's cool as shit, but, you know, maybe not. He, he understands KFAB. Yes. I'd like to get drunk with him at a bar. I would like to see MJF versus Matt Cordona. God, that would be awesome. <laughs> it, it'd be like uh, them wrestling the same. They look like the same person in one, here. One quick thing. About Matt, kind of one same. quick thing about Matt Cardona. Uh, Matt Cardona's a little twitchy eyed. It's the only difference. No, uh, thir- Thursday night, how I have that Impact channel now through uh, YouTube TV. They showed uh, Impact from like two weeks ago when he won the Digital Media Championship against Jordan Grace, and like he actually had a conscience in the first of the match before he made his heel turn on Impact, like everywhere else he's been. But like Jordan Grace would like run into him and smack into him, and he'd be like. I don't know how to respond to this because she's a female and he's like looking at the referee like what am I supposed to do and the referee's like just go with it and she bounced off him like three or four times and the next time she comes just running right in he fucking raises his foot and just lays her down and then he just looks at it. it's like uh fuck it he just went to yeah he just did that whole heel turn Matt Cordona so we got the GCW the NWA Fuck it. Let's just go with it. <laughs> but the bad part, the only part about that match is bad. He hit her with a fucking chair to win the title. You're going against Jordan Grace, who, of course, is the actual strongest fucking knockouts Clint don't wrestler. like that shit. I don't. <laughs> but, I mean, 
It is Jordan Grace. But, I mean, just... That's two strikes. Intergender and another fucking belt that don't mean shit. I don't give a shit. I, I <laughs> found it entertaining. And I like Impact. So, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. But is that your high spot? No. Oh. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, or do you want me to go to mine? Uh, you can go first if you want. Me? Mine was JR. That's second, I was first. Mine was JR this week. I mean, first before me. Hammer fisting again? Fuck no. <laughs> During the TNT title match, Sammy carried out the two belts. He goes, we had a unification match. Why the fuck does he have two belts? <laughs> Sounds like JR was drunk at work again. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, if I was an announcer, I'd be drunk at work too. He ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> I mean, who, JR? It's funny you say that, Brent. What? It's funny you say that. Well, yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be drunk at that too. Sammy or JR? You got to drive me home. Both, maybe both of them are drunk. I think so. I think they're Just both. let you know, when moves don't happen too, I'm still going to say, Atomico Swanton. Oh, popcorn, fuck you in the asshole. <laughs> no? I don't my, know what's going on. My high spot for this week is uh, Adam Shear and EC3. With their, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about with that. With their no narrative, have decided to. Control your own narrative? With uh, They have decided to Make start. Make their own show. They have to start. Yeah, why don't you steal my high spot? Uh, they they <laughs> have decided too, buddy. to uh, start their own wrestling company. And, you know, if you don't like the Booker Man and you don't like the way you're being booked, you go out and start your own thing and make hey, your you own can, fucking money. You control your so, narrative. I'm proud of them guys for doing. Put your that. money where your mouth is. Um, those are two dudes. One who was pretty much the fuck over. They're booking or what? T- they said their TV time is imminent. One who was pretty much oh, yeah. over. They're going to they, get a TV deal. It's imminent. <laughs> one, I don't know about that. They might have like monthly pay per views like TNA style when it first started. I'm but, interested. You know, Braun Strowman was over basically, and they squashed him out because he wanted Strowman more was money. like Hulk Hogan. Well, I don't know about that. He's pretty close for COVID times. Um, <laughs> right. But for whatever reason, they didn't think he He's deserved. He's flipping semis. They didn't think he deserved the money. And then EC3, I don't, not that he never lived up to his nah, potential, did, but we, he, we, never we, really he didn't got, really in WWE, we, though. We, he was the shit in late stage TNA. Right. Hey, he never really got you, a fair you got, shake. You, I got, feel you like got the wrong brawn. It's not brawn. It's brawn. We, we, we like the brown breaker. I feel like they just took EC3 just to fuck with TNA. If Dixie Carter would have come to WWE television and been EC3's manager, he'd have fucking got over and it would have been the shit, and that would have been the forbidden door. Yeah, yeah, but you know that shit wasn't going to happen. I mean, she might have been for Instead it. Instead, she cameos on ROH. WWE was for it. Is, it, is it bad that I know more about TNA, like 2002 to <laughs> 18, than I know about WWE? That is kind of bad. So, but How do you learn all that if you didn't watch it live? Because I watched a lot of replay videos because I had Impact Plus. Uh. It's like Kevin Kevin Nash says, can't get no can't get no more, more wins than when you're the Booker man. You know <laughs> Plus, so. you guys have talked so much shit about WWE from that time period. Why do I want to watch it? <laughs> uh, it's better than this shit. You guys get to talk about it. I can just be like, uh huh, fuck them. <laughs> I like that I I know somebody that knows as much as you do about wrestling that I can still introduce people to stuff that kind of is cool, but really I hated on it the entire time. It's <laughs> an interesting take. Actually, my high spot of the week is uh, Wednesday morning after Valentine's Day. You already had your high spot, though. When Cohen came downstairs saying he was ready to go to school, wearing the uh, Universal title and the, or, and the NXT championship. He's like, I'm going to school. I'm like, no, you're going to speech. <laughs> can't go to school with your titles on dog they'll take them from you yeah i know will they yeah they don't allow that shit at school no more 
Not, I don't think they ever allowed it in the first place. To be honest with you, but. no. But I'm letting them. I'm letting them wear it to the show in a couple of weeks. I had that one st- uh, big gold belt that I got from my sister being Sting for Halloween, and I wore it to wrestling practice and etched my name in it. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then uh, one of our buddies fucking like slammed me to the ground and took it and put it in his locker room. So I went and got the janitor and was like, "Hey, I forgot my combination, my locker here," and he opened it. And the belt that I was pissed about, you got it back. I got it back, and then I went to the gym. Except he couldn't jump to the stage, so I just kept jumping from the onto the stage and off the stage because he couldn't keep up and everything. I stepped away from him, and then the coach let me out early, but I still got hip tossed on the fucking. <laughs> you know the best part about that whole story was you were the hip tosser. No, the um that would have been the best part of the story. He was jumping on and off the stage to escape somebody, and you look at him now, <laughs> and it's like you I could never, nimble. you could I never jump on and off the stage to escape anyone. Now. I so he, could. He might, he could like roll onto the stage and roll off of the stage. <laughs> but there ain't no jumping in you me, involved me at too. all. Me too. I could do it. I could jump on the stage. If I jumped off a stage. It'd be over. I, I no, could, if it was but, you chasing your son, it'd never work. You'd, <laughs> you'd I could, take the long way and walk up the steps, not run up them. That part is, I can tell you right now, if you gave me that skateboard, I could still do a kickflip for today. I wouldn't want to see you. I don't. I don't. Uh, both I don't your doubt legs. Brett's athletic abilities, though. Watch Brent's legs go in different directions. He'd be bow-legged like a cowboy for the rest of his life, like you've been riding <laughs> a horse. Cowboy every shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's cowboy shit you want. Look how you've been riding a horse every time you come walking through a door. Brent's the fucking I'm going to see Brent start going, hey, hey, dude. I'm overweight, but I'm athletic. (laughs) (laughs) Got to lose 25 pounds. I will every time I see him. Makes my knee feel better. Probably probably 40. Every time I see him. (laughs) It's 30. Every time I see Brent after that, I'll say, hey, dude. Hey. (laughs) All right, everybody. We uh, hope you enjoyed the show this week. Check us out. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Anchor FM. Check us out on Spotify. Any major podcast, uh, availability you got amazon no not amazon we haven't got there yet we're not on amazon yet we're trying come on the rainforest we need it <laughs> couple weeks iHeartRadio, apple uh schmapple what's schmapple i don't know anywhere you guys can find your podcast we are pretty much available except amazon <laughs> we're in the process not youtube either you can't find us on there neither i'm pretty sure we hit off, kicked off a them <laughs> them who should not be named Aldermont <laughs> <laughs> no uh we will see all you guys next week bye